coming to you from Dante Cola Promotion Studios One in Wichita, Kansas. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, starring El Señor Adam Tate and El Gran Tommy Martinez, featuring behind the control board the mighty Godzilla. This podcast is recorded live to tape and produced by Dante Cola Promotions. And now, you wanted the best? Well, don't tell them. It'll go to their heads and make things worse. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Season 3, Episode Number 20, Adam. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll brother and the guy who was playing air guitar on that side to this great intro. (laughs) (laughs) And the homeless guy on planet Earth, my amigo, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on, Tom, Adam? Tell me that that solo is so signature. It's like when you there's a solo. You're not even a, a performance artist. You don't know how to play guitar, but you just know all the notes. So you air guitar it. You, you air know? guitar it. It's up there with like uh, Layla, like, like no elect, oh. electric eye from uh, <laughs> from Judas Priest. Very very close. <laughs> just as signature. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to deliver yet another great episode of this podcast available on Spotify, Adam. Right. Apple Podcast App, RSS Podcast, CastBox, and many of your favorite DSPs, my friend. And behind the control board is none other than the mighty Godzilla. Yes. Wow. What is, what's going on, Godzilla? How are things going in the Godzilla world? Damn. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> wow. Where were we? He was really scared about those 4th of July fireworks. <laughs> That's what he, <laughs> he was. He was cowering. Yeah, he says, where were we? <laughs> we weren't here, buddy. I, I tell know. You that much. Sorry about that, Gosila. Shit. Know. Were you cowering with Betty as well? Because, shit, she was kind of, like, jacked up as well, so... Oh, okay. So both of you were in that closet. You know, Betty is a female. Let me check her out, man. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful with my Betty. <laughs> Adam. Yes. Ah, oh, happy uh, belated 4th of July, my friend. Yes, we had another birthday. What are we, like uh, 246, mm. something like that? It was 240-something, yeah. You're sure. I can't remember the whole thing. It's just great being an American, buddy. Remember what you said in the last episode, we're not Cambodians. <laughs> Was that the last episode? (laughs) Yes. We'd have little peens if that be the case. (laughs) That's what I'm just saying. That's what the that's what the news said. It's not us. This is science. We're yeah. We're just all we were doing repeating. So if we have any Cambodians listening, you know, sorry, dude. We're just repeating what we see on the news. And we're and we are sorry. (laughs) We 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 are sorry. Yeah, we're we're sorry. We're not them. Yeah. So how you been, Tommy? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really good. We took a, a brief hiatus, Adam. Yes. We were brief, about a couple of weeks. 
Uh, I was just too busy. Why did we? Why did we take a hiatus? I don't remember. Was it my <sighs> fault? No, it actually, it was my fault this time. Oh, oh, okay. I was out of town and whatnot. So, and getting the last episode out was I, I just didn't have oh. the time to do all the work that needs to be done to upload it to the. Uh, to the DSP, Adam. In this mm. case, we use RSS Podcasts. Gotcha. So if any aspiring uh, podcasters out there, we use RSS Podcasts, which is, you know, pretty excellent. Very simple to use. But, Adam, you know, just it's just not yakking it through and then zoom it up there. It doesn't work like that. It's not? Well, we don't do live. That's the whole deal. That, that's just about what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I just yak it up. Yes. <laughs> You're not involved in the rest of it, Adam. I know. <laughs> That's why this is mainly your operation. Uh, yeah, but I was up. Yeah, you know, well, thank you. <laughs> we were. Uh, I was out of uh, town for a couple of days. I was. Uh, you know, this retirement life that I have, Adam, is so hard. Sometimes you seem to be more busy yes, in yes, retirement yes, than you were uh, as yeah. actually when you were employed. So I was up uh, at Kansas City doing some retirement things up there. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, I ran. I didn't run into. Excuse me. I uh, I have a friend of mine that's still in the army. So happened to be at Fort Levin, uh, Leavenworth. Right. And uh, he had hit me up that week and he says, listen, Tommy, I'm here for Leavenworth. I know you're in Wichita. W- you know, if we get a chance to, to cross or whatever, let's, you know, just say hi real quick. I said, dude, I'm going up there on Tuesday. Ah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect opportunity. Perfecto. Okay. So, yeah, I met with him and we had a, you know. What was on the great, agenda? Yes. I was uh, just, you know, catching up with an old friend, man. That's all it was. Hmm. He's, uh, he's, you know, he's a, a great guy, man. Uh, he's one of my brothers. I love this guy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we've uh, shared a foxhole together a few times, actually. Okay. And uh, it was just fantastic catching up with him. Old times, you know, he had some questions as well. And we just, you know, he yacked it up for a bit out there in, uh, in Leavenworth. We went to, uh, where did we go? We went to some Mexican joint out there. It's pretty good, too. I forgot what it was called, but I'm sure it's up there in, uh, what's that, uh, Lansing. And Lansing is where we were at. I don't know. You haven't been up that way? I don't think it's so. It's right next to the, uh, to the uh, NASCAR Speedway up there. I don't oh, know you, Leavenworth is that close yes, it's, to... Yes, it's like about, oh. I don't even think 20 minutes from there. I guess I have been up there then. So, yeah. And uh, anyway, he uh, he and I were speaking, and all of a sudden he says, Hey, Tommy, how about that podcast you do? And I said, dude! So he's I, a listener, no, is that what listen, you're saying? I said, I said, I got excited. I said, D- do you uh, yeah. listen to the podcast? No, I just... <laughs> oh, he <yeah>. does. <laughs> but either way, he asked about it. I turned him on to it, and uh, I played him a few snippets, and he said he was going to look into it. So anyway, Did you tell him he's only like 106 episodes behind. <laughs> yeah, 101 episodes. Adam. Oh, is that all this? <laughs> I feel like we've done no, five. Wait a minute, no, I think this is like 102. We did the hundredth episode. Anyway, uh, Adam, okay. I want to shout out to my brother Angel. So, Angel, if you listen to this podcast, my friend, uh, much love for you, uh, my right. friend. Yes. And uh, yeah, you'll but, never hear this because you don't listen. But. <laughs> I'm confessing, anyway. uh, Adam. I'm confessing man love. Remember that it's not pride though. It's <laughs> you have to send him a special message. Say, no, no. Listen no, to no. the beginning of this episode. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're going to refer to you. Yes, exactly. Quite a bit. No, you know. <laughs> anyway, Adam. Yes, and uh, how was your Fourth of July uh, festivities, my friend? Oh, it was fantastic. The uh, each of the boys, of course, has their their girlfriends. And the girlfriend's families, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So each one of them uh, went with uh, the girlfriend's families. <laughs> Abby, uh, on the day of the 4th, she was working all day, worked until, I don't know, I don't even know what time she got home. 
Father of the Year Award <laughs> goes I, to Adam Tate. I and uh, my wife, we heard you know all the bombs going off around us. Yeah, and we just said, "Hey, time to go to bed. Got to sleep. No problem. No fuss. No muss. No nobody was saying, "Hey, let's go down to the tent and buy some uh, firecrackers, buy, buy some fireworks." Wow, didn't have to do any of that stuff. I envy you. Yeah. I envy you. Did you have to? Did you have to go get sparklers or something for your grandchildren? Yes, of course. Adam. Oh, That's love the it. way it works. Actually, uh, we went to Jay's uh, in-laws were so kind to invite us to their family baseball game. A couple of years we went to one. We had a great time, and uh, you know, just being with Jay and and with Victoria and their family. You know, this is a kind of a family deal. We took Evelyn with us, okay, and obviously, you know, the babies are with us while they were playing. Sure. So that's a extra bonus right there this time. And we enjoyed them playing. They It was really cool because they had some kind of app that you punch in the names and then music plays behind it like they do in the ball games, like in the uh, professional ball games. So everybody had that walk up music. Yeah, they had kind of walk up music. And all. It, was, it was really cool. <laughs> oh, that's great. And, what, did, what did Jay choose? For his yeah, Jay chose some kind of reggaeton. My wife said it was Big Bunny or Bad Bunny or something like that. Uh, whatever it was, you know, and it, they, they had a great time with it. You know, there was all kinds of. Uh, different songs from all genres. It was pretty cool. I, I, I that cracked me up. Obviously, uh, there was some there was some good chow as well. However, we kind of forewent that and just came back home because the heat, man, has been brutal hmm. uh, these past couple of well, actually, like a week and some change. This past week, you just had a crazy heat advisory here that it got really. Uh, I mean, you're outside. I'm, I a, I'm accustomed. To yeah, it. you're accustomed to yeah, it. It's not a big me. deal. It messes up my retirement, my hammock swinging behind my deck. You know, underneath my deck, excuse oh. me. <laughs> right, I understand. <laughs> and uh, But anyway, uh, that happened. Uh, and then on uh, Tuesday night, mm-hmm. uh, we, we popped some fireworks in front of the house. The babies didn't come up. Uh, they were, I believe, in Derby. And then the following day, that's still authorized to uh, pop off fireworks on the 5th. Mm-hmm. We did some popping off fireworks with them. So the girls got to see it. Well, you know, more Ale. Then Amarita, you know what if I'm it saying. fell out of the authorization window, would you say, I'm sorry, we can't do it because it I'm, would be I'm an pr- illegal practice? I am a person of law and order, Adam. <laughs> law and order. But would, like, would, the would TV, she, like the TV show. Would she raise an objection to say, Grandpa, listen, I hear all of these fireworks going off <laughs> all around us. Why can't we just join in with the rest of the crowd? I would say, with Grandpa's luck, the police would be busting me, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was our fourth. You know, we didn't uh, we didn't really do much. We just kind of kicked back, yes. enjoyed the long weekend, and whatever. And then uh, next day, you know, on Tuesday, went went right back to retirement mode. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's the way said, it should be. Said present. Here I am. <laughs> there you go. And I just couldn't wait until Saturday morning, Adam, to say let's pod immediately. <laughs> <laughs> we have good. Uh, we have a great podcast coming up. Uh, obviously, we will be covering Adam. Which which one is this going to be? This, this one. Is is, uh, this, this one right now? Yes, Adam. This, this is a great is, one? This is oh. the, Well, they're all great. This is going to be greater than the last one, Adam. You should have told me this was going to be the great one. <laughs> this is going to be greater than the last one. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Wait, they I just don't keep, know. They just keep, keep, keep getting better. Ever since that uh, that the podcast number three, I believe, or number two, where I screwed up the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I don't know. That's a long time ago. That's almost three years ago, my friend. Almost three years so ago. So that was the first, that was the only actual dip in, in the graph. Uh, yes, I said that, that will never happen like, again. Like We are like the prime stock. We're, we're the stock that you want because we started so low 
And those early investors are getting such great returns now because it's so much better now than it was at the beginning. And it just keeps getting better. Hey, Concealo, relax. Okay. Man, what's the... I mean... We'll get to you, okay? Okay, we can't talk about our holidays and things. Yeah, Gozilla, this is pre-show banter. Uh, yes, we saw we saw the posts. Yeah. Yes, we did. My, come on, Gozilla, it's like, come on, it's. Didn't I try? Didn't oh, I give you? A, didn't I give you a high five when we was coming into the the studio? What do you think that was for? It was for the posts. Come on. Adam, his, his quality of video did uh, leap, Adam. It leapt. It did. It, it just took a big, gigantic bound. And it's not even what you, what you think. It's, it's not the content of the video itself. It's how he inserts himself. And he assumed characters. And he has... Yeah, I, liked Patrick, I like Patrick Henry, too. <laughs> That, 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 one, that one was really good. Uh, give me liberty or give me death, right? It's not give you butts. It's liberty, Godzilla. Liberty. Yeah, but he, he fashioned himself as a part of the video where he would come in, he would give a glimpse of himself in character in the corner, making approving uh, gestures towards the content of the video. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, your costumes were excellent. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a Hollywood quality. I, I think actually it was better than the one that he did for Juneteenth, Adam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. And for those who don't know, we're, t we're speaking about Gosilo's 4th of July uh, uh, rendition, his tribute, his honor to our country, Adam. That was made available on the Datacoba yes. uh, promotions yes. Insta page, right? Yes, sir. Instagram page? Yes, yes, yes. So you can go out to that and check it out. Now, uh, I did uh, particularly like, though, the one he did before that one, Adam, actually. That one. Okay, uh, which, that? What's, uh, that? Which one was that one, Gosilo? How? Oh, okay. It was, his, <laughs> it was his leading, Adam. He went with the country stuff, Adam. He went out to rural America. Oh, this is where we were out on the farm, yes, right? Sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. Oh, we're, and we were doing things out on the farm. <laughs> I had to mute him out. <laughs> he got excited. He got too excited out there. Well, there was activity. I remember that video. There was activity <laughs> where someone is working very hard, like milking the cow. Yes. And then a, a, a bit of thirst happened. <laughs> right? Yes. And you, you got to stay hydrated. Yes. It, she, it's hot out she there. She squeezed the cow at him and, and milk popped out of that thing. Whatever that, the bag of milk that the cow has underneath her. The utter. The udder. There she you was. Go. She was squeezing the teeth. She was squeezing. Yes, on the cow. Yes, and she was catching it out with her mouth. I mean, and no, no ears. She was whatsoever. She's a, she's a pro. Yes, and then all of a sudden, for some reason, that sent out a signal to Gosilo. <laughs> he was awoken from his slumber, <laughs> and his eyes went. And his eyes went. Beep, beep. <laughs> and from there, madness ensued. Adam. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Good that job. Was, that was Gosito, before man. the July Fourth yeah. one. Uh, oh, I think so. Gosilo puts out so much content at him. That's really he good. also. Actually, he put out some superhuman one too, also as well. Uh, superhuman? Yeah, he put out some superhuman one too this week. Anyway, mm, Adam, okay. we're we're we we have a pack show today, Adam. So, oh, dude. But before Adam, uh -huh. we go into anything a show. We need to go ahead and share this with our listeners. Didn't get to, but you did get mad. 
Adam. Well, share it with me, too, because I have no idea what's happening now. Adam. Yes. We've gotten some good emails, Adam. I'm going to actually share minute. good emails for uh, Wait, for a change. Positive emails? Yeah, yeah. We got some good... We, well, let's just say I picked <laughs> pick okay. the positive ones, Adam. Uh, okay, okay. How's that? How's that? All right. <laughs> it took me a while, too, if you didn't notice that. This is the 0.3% <laughs> right here. The, Three is the too positive. high. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, and, be, and before... Uh, I read the email. I got some good feedback as well. Oh, good. Uh, uh, a friend of mine just made a friend a couple of weeks ago, a guy by the name of Lewis. He's from L.A. I turned him on to the podcast as well. He, L.A.? Los yeah, Angeles? Los Angeles, yeah. Tinseltown? Uh, yeah. Wow. And he, uh, he told me that uh, he had checked out the podcast and uh, okay. he thought it was pretty good. So I want to shout out to you know Lewis. What's up, homeboy? You know how it works. Does he have any connections over there? Uh, Is he I trying to agent I, us up? I don't know. I don't know. Because after after <laughs> uh, after the Q dog left us, I don't know. Though. That oh. was... You know, he's out there in Hollywood. So we got to get to the Q-Man as well. Okay. Anyway, Adam, yes. uh, I want to shout out to Lewis. So I got two shout outs today. Damn. Yeah, I know. I need, I need to get some shout outs. I know. You need to shout him out. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Shout out uh, to Billy. <laughs> I'm Billy. <laughs> Adam, cut it out. We got some good stuff okay. here. Adam, Chris, and I'm not going to say the last name here, but it has a female symbol after the name, Adam. So it's Chris, a last name and a female symbol. The little circle with like the little oh, oh, positive. Oh, oh. oh yeah. The, okay. We've got the, got the cross down the there cross, below, below yes, the like belt. The, yeah, like right. the little positive sign. And gotcha. the other one is the arrow, which is the the uh, the male. Yes. And it's, and it's supposed to be as the pingy. Gotcha. So yeah. So yes. uh, Chris, female symbol says, dear Tommy Adam. It starts with dear. That's usually the good get the, the, the uh, what do you call it? The giveaway Adam. Right? When I, they say dear. Okay. Uh, congratulations on the 100th episode. Okay. Yeah, the nice. new the new rump segment is hilariously funny. <laughs> well, it's not meant to be funny. It's it's meant to be educational <laughs> and to provide a service. <laughs> well, right? I mean, why why did we go through all the training? It was just for humor. <laughs> Chris says thanks for the laughs. <laughs> What? <laughs> That's what it says. I, what would make them laugh out of? We're, we're, you're right. We're providing a uh, educational segment to do, our listeners. Do you imagine Chris to take a moment and get in front of the full length mirror and perhaps try to do a, a personal rumpology on, on herself? I, I don't know. It says Chris female symbol. Guess, That's what I'm saying. Today, in today's in today's age, I don't know if. It, if if Chris is well, a anybody, female, well, everybody has a rump. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. There you go. So, so <laughs> rumps rumps are ubiquitous. Yes. Well, thank you, Chris, and and uh, uh, she says it makes my drive go better. Oh, she must have so, a long drive. Wow. Thank you. Does she have like a two-hour commute? She suffers through the whole three <laughs> hours. That's a, you know we got to be grateful for that alone. Okay, Adam. Wow. That's one positive. Yes, one that's there. one positive. It's John Blackheart. Uh, 524, Adam. Okay. And uh, wrote, uh, uh, John Blackheart. This is going to have to be a dude because it's John. And it says, hello, T and A. Hey. Good, I, I see you working. Good I deal, working, John. John. He says, you guys are so anti-liberals. <laughs> well, no. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> Adam, so it says, that Biden on the bicycle bit was so funny. Oh. <laughs> How can it be funny? 
Adam wasn't supposed to be funny. It was just footage. Yes. It was just footage of the it event. It was captured, Adam. And there's people There's people on the bike path. Yes. You, you've got to ring the bell yes. to try to get through it, the how, traffic. How could that be funny? The, 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 the top dog of this country could have got hurt. Yeah, we don't Jeez, need that. You know. I almost had to park my truck. I was laughing so hard. Hmm. Can't wait to hear. And he wrote here, H-E-S-A-R. I don't know why. Uh, the 4th of July episode. This is ah, it. John this, is, this is the one right now. <laughs> Mr. John Blackheart, 524, buddy. No. Uh, well, yeah, sure. You know what, Adam? We'll make we're, this We're the... recapping yes, our 4th yes, of July there you now. Go. Yes, 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 yes. yes. We, we didn't have, just in case, just John, don't, don't, don't change the podcast, but there is no patriotic uh, bit going on here after this. Which, which Well, there you... is. There always is. When, there's, when you and I are here. We're uber patriots. Yes, Adam. We are, we are patriots. So every episode is patriotic. Yes, yes. There you go. Thank you for the clarification. Now, Adam, mm-hmm. Reba Marie Dust, Adam. I don't know what. Reba Marie Reba Dust? Reba Marie Dust. D-U-S-T. Reba Dust. Yes. Wow. Dear. <laughs> this, is, this is a good one. Dear fake doctors. Oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> it started with dear, damn it. Okay. If you didn't hit it. With the other segment where you tore apart pictures of ladies skimpy and li- ladies in skimpy clothes, mm. what makes you think speaking directly about a girl's rear end in a salacious manner is going to be any better? Mm. You have no shame. No, I, uh, I, I totally disagree with that. No, I agree with her. She says <laughs> wait, wait, we have no shame. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. Yes, we don't have any shame. But this, to say that we just take apart these pictures of ladies. No, no, no. We explained. We have, we yeah. have always uh, accentuated and highlighted all of the the, the beauty that the we beauty. see in all of these different sizes and shapes and uh, varieties of women from all over the world. The beautifulness, Adam. Exactly. Of, and 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 Reba. Just so you know, we are not fake doctors. We have certificates. And there's a lady who, 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 yes. who calls and pages us yes. over the intercom. Our receptionist. We have one of yes. those two. Yes. Yes. The lovely Kyra. <laughs> she wouldn't lie. Yes, exactly. Adam Rock and Rolla 25. Okay. This sounds like a good guy. Says Rock and Rolla. Rock and Rolla 25. Podcast dudes. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that roaring all about? <laughs> <laughs> What does he mean by that? Pretty, Adam? pretty blunt about that, I isn't know. he? Oh, shit. <laughs> would, that, would that be it, Mr. Rockerola? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, Bussy. I just, you know, I thought this was a rock and roll podcast. Adam, I mean, don't we talk about rock and roll every week? This is a rock and roll podcast, Adam. I think so. Rockerola, you better, you better figure it out, buddy. He doesn't like. Uh, is he scared of monsters? I don't know. He's is just he a, fearful? Maybe. What the fuck is that roaring thing? Is <laughs> It's Cosimo, you dummy. You haven't heard it? Perhaps he has to listen to the podcast, like, cowering underneath his blanket. <laughs> fearful that Gozilo might come through and bust his door down. Might affect his, uh, you know, his, your, his peeing at him, as you know, when that one guy got beat up by Madonna. Pee <laughs> pee in. And what is that the song called? I pee pee. And so what? <laughs> that was a great song. Oh, yeah. What was that about bedwetting? Yeah, his bedwetting. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right, Mr. Rock and Roll. Thank you, though, regardless. Okay, maybe, the, maybe the bedwetting song wasn't about rock okay, and roll. Okay, rock, wasn't, okay. Wasn't too rock okay. Rock and Roll 25. Thank you, sir, for writing this email. Man, it's a lot of emails. Okay. Oh, here we go. It's another one, Adam. This is Real Cheese 77, Adam. Right. Real, <laughs> Real Cheese. Okay. Maybe they were from Wisconsin. I don't know. Could be. Tommy and Adam. Mm hmm. You are, Adam, and these are not words, these are letters. You are. 
dissing the hip hop culture. Mm. Mm. I, I don't have the ability to diss the hip hop culture because I'm I, I come here and I learn about the hip hop yeah. culture because I don't really know. I don't really have a base of knowledge. I don't and you are are conveying little uh, little yes. uh, little drabs and, of, of of a history. And I am learning just like you. I'm learning. There's little bits and pieces. So you don't How even. How can you say that? You don't even know what you're bringing to the show. You're kind of learning as yes. you're doing it as well. Exactly. Your tone say it right. also. Uh, I'm gonna stop right here because real cheese seventy seven. You need to uh, learn how to spell, buddy. Maybe you need to pull out the web- Merriam-Webster dictionary <laughs> and forget the rapizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, yes. but the most important email of all, Adam. There's another one? Okay. Yes, and all this right. one is a special email, Adam. Okay. It says, from the legions of fans out there, I would like to send you guys a huge, Adam, yeah. congratulations. And there's this big explosion kind of emoji. On your 100th episode, wow. Adam. Wow. And Adam, that is from hashtag TNAHTN Podcast. Legion of Fans General, Adam. Mr. Sammy Rodriguez. <laughs> the general. Oh, thank you. Wow. <laughs> that, Adam, that's was a the, good one. Out of all these emails, Adam, this is the best that's one. The re- so. That's the only one you should have read. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get tail, but you did get Wow, starting with the mail segment. Yeah. I love it. Well, we, I mean, honestly, it's just to keep up with the mail. It'll turn into, you know, into a, uh, it could be a, ma- it could just be a mail episode. So. Oh, my gosh. We don't want to do that. You know. Okay. So, so let's, let's, what do you say we start this let's, mess? Let's move on then. Okay. Welcome to White Night Music. Adam. You know what this is, Tommy? I do not. <laughs> I guess I'll never find out. <laughs> that was Simple Dimple. <laughs> I don't know what it was. What the hell? I don't know what a Simple Dimple was. <laughs> Godzilla, did you bring the Simple Dimple to... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he said it's somebody called Meow. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Adam, today is July the 9th, 2022, Adam. Okay. And what are the chances that today is National Dimple Day, Adam? Dimple Day. Dimple Day. We take out our golf balls and we count the dimples on our golf <laughs> balls. Is that what we do? I wish. Mm. I think that'd be better than just a dimple day. Adam, dimp, uh, National Day was very uh, short today for some reason. So I okay. guess we had to go with dimple day. The Adam. Day of dimples. Yeah, so on, on July the 9th, Adam, we admire those who have an adorable natural indentation known as a dimple on National Dimples Day. Okay. Now, does it specifically have to be on the face or the cheek? Because... It, I've seen dimples in other areas. Adam, we see we look for dimples, Adam, right, right. in uh, our 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 consult uh, office, Adam of, right. of Rumpology. Uh, on our professional service yes. that we provide. I yes. was hoping this may be dimples on, you know, on the rump. <laughs> I don't think we should be prejudiced against other types of dimples. Uh, no, we shouldn't, Adam. We should not. And by the way, this is off the national day calendar, Adam. Okay. So dimples are often associated with cute babies and good looking adults. Hmm. Mm. Okay. That kind of makes sense because you know you have the uh, the the chiseled faces that have the the chin has a 
mm. a dimple on there. Mm. There's some dimple in their high cheek, cheekbones I thought, I thought and whatnot. The, the dimples that they're talking about aren't the ones like or that are like the little indent on the cheeks, like when they make a face and the that would of, be indentations, yeah. So, but the on the chin, that's also a dimple. Yeah, that was that's also. What do you? What would you call that? Like anyway, a cleft. Is that cle- is cle- is a cleft where you're like I missing like a piece of your lip? That's a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, a cleft palate or we something. We are like rump that. doctors. We are not regular doctors right, right. or the other kind of doctors. Anyway, Adam, so uh, only 20 to 30% of the entire world's population has dimples. I bet it's even less. That's a hell of a factoid. Although most people possess two dimples, a a rare few produce only one when smiling. I I'd never seen that. Mm. That's the why I guess why it's rare. That's for people that have like a crooked face, like uh, Katie Holmes or something. She has a crooked face. Katie Holmes was that the girl from Batman? Yes, that used and to she be. She used to be uh, married yeah. to uh, Tom Cruise. Yes, yes. Uh, she has she has a crooked face. So if she had a dimple, I don't even know if she has a dimple, but if she had a dimple, she probably only have one. Oh, okay, that's a good but observation. But I bet the number of dimples. Worldwide is on the decline. Why? Because people are fatter <laughs> now, and all that that part of the skin that's recessed in there, providing yeah. the dimple, is probably filled up with fatty tissue. So what you're saying, Adam, is my chances of getting dimples are screwed. <laughs> I don't know if you can get them this late on in age, Adam. Good thing. <laughs> so what you're saying? Well, you know, I don't know. They get either born with dimples, maybe I don't know. Facial dimple types. Now that you mentioned that, Adam. Okay. Dimple on both cheeks. Both cheeks. And I would say, Adam, mm-hmm. that would be the upper and lower cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. Chimp, di- uh, excuse me, not chimp. Chimp, chimps to dimples. <laughs> chin dimple or cleft chin. Cleft chin, there you see. So it's either or, oh, what is it? Either or? Either I, I guess or. there's two different yeah. uh, terms for it. One-sided cheek dimple. We discussed that one. Hmm. Corner in the mouth dimple. I've never seen that Corner one. Corner in the mouth. Says what it says here. Yeah. Whoa. Anyway, Adam. So uh, dimples are often associated with cute babies. I think I said that already, didn't I? Mm, yeah. Okay. In 1936, Adam. In 1936, Isabella Gilbert made her introduction to the world with an invention that supposedly, Adam, created dimples. So, so where, where a dimple was not present, yeah. she was able to provide a dimple in that area? I wonder if it was like a piece of wood with a, with a, uh, with a nail on it. <laughs> you just hit your cheeks. Now. Bam, do, bam. Do you know that there's like facial piercings nowadays where somebody can put like a piercing into their cheek area, right? And then when you back it, when you put the back in inside mm-hmm. of the mouth or yeah. wherever that is, that might cause a bit of a depression where you're kind of making a fake dimple by, yeah. by piercing. Anyway, about this contraption, let's... let's <laughs> Is this the contraption? Let's look. Okay. After creating the prototype, she submitted her application for a patent to market her product. Okay. Smart. Yeah. Patent application number, and that was the number, was filed on October the 6th of 1936 and granted, actually, Adam, on August the 31st of 1937. It took 17 years, Adam, mm. For the U.S. Patent Office to publish the dimple maker invention as, you know, then there's another number. Unfortunately, the patent expired after the American Medical Association said that the device was hazardous to the person's health. Here were the instructions. Oh, uh, this is what we need to know. (laughs) Wear dimples five minutes at a time, two to three times a day while dressing, resting, reading, or writing. Okay. Look at the mirror and laugh. There 
will be a semblance of a line where you should always place the dimplers until your dimples are made. So it's where something called the dimpler. It doesn't describe it. It's a though. bit of headgear or something that you have I to put on. Yeah, it does, there's no pictures or anything. Mm. Anything that makes you feel happy will make you smile at them, okay. such as laughter throughout the day. I don't know. I guess, sure, if you're laughing, you're smiling through that. Create fake dimples using a method found at L'Oreal Paris, Adam. Ooh. So the makeup company also yeah. has some kind of mess. Oh, man, share photos of you or something or someone you know who has dimples, Adam. So I don't know how you'd uh, that. Uh, uh, I want to say that this is probably the worst national day <laughs> that we have done thus far, Adam. Well, neither one of us are able to participate in <laughs> National Dimple Adam, Day. Adam, just go ahead and tell me how you're going to celebrate <laughs> National Dimple Day. I'm going to say, let's. let's I'm going to take a photo, okay. and I'm going to take one that we usually see during our rumpology segment. <laughs> that uh, gives me a big smile, Adam. And, and I'm going to. Uh, place the camera where I take it, a picture of the mirror showing me that backside. <laughs> and I'm going to put hashtag, do you see a dimple? <laughs> National Dimple Day. <laughs> Adam, just in case you didn't know, this is probably better though. It was National Sugar Cookie Day, Adam. <laughs> that would have been way better than this dimple bullshit. <laughs> so much better. <laughs> Adam. Yes, Tommy. Today in history, buddy. Yes. Surprise yourself on 1992, I do believe. This is Iron Maiden, baby, and... Two minutes to midnight. Yes. That's it, Adam. We'll just play that. <laughs> this will... This will make the previous segment better. Oh, so much better. <laughs> Feeling better already. Shoot to me, man. Shoot to me. Without little reason. It's on the loose. That's my song, Adam. I know. It's a great one. <laughs> Adam. Yes. History, Adam. Brought to you by the pages of, uh, brought to you uh, from the pages of history.com, Adam. Mm-hmm. 1941. Yeah. July the 19th. 1941, British cryptologist Adam helped break the secret code used by the German army to direct ground-to-air operations on, Adam, the Eastern Front. Mm. Big, big break in the war. They're breaking in, breaking the coding, the, the code? Yes, sir, the cryptologist is this Is this the Enigma machine or whatever the thing? It would be part of it, yes. We will read on and I will be able to answer that question because I really didn't read it. This is this I is read the guy. This stuff, Adam. This, this is Benedict Cumberbatch, where he created that machine, which they they inputted uh, the the machine. They they got the correspondence, the German stuff, and they put it in the machine. And they had to get the machine to do all these calculations so they could break the code and break the. There's a movie, the Doctor Strange guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Adam, you know what else he was? He was Schmaug the Dragon, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> He was a dragon, too? Yeah, he was on the Hobbit movies, man. He was? He was the dragon, the voice of the dragon. Oh, he wasn't there. He wasn't physically there. What's he was his just name, his voice. Mario Cumberbatch? <laughs> Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Close enough, Adam. Yeah. In the zone. Okay. Yeah, that was, his, that was an Oscar. But he's in all your favorite movies, then. That's Well, he's an Oscar-worthy. And the Hobbit one alone, he's Oscar-worthy. And that's just his voice? Yes. Wow. Still, you know. 
But here, he, he in this brought, one, he brought that dragon to life. He loves the gold, Adam. In this one, he created a machine which broke the German code, so we could get their plans before, and and, and we could set up traps, Adam. Then why the hell do we need to go ahead and discuss this any further, Adam? <laughs> Just watch the damn movie. It's all I'm saying. <laughs> find find out about this enigma thing. <laughs> Let's move on, Adam. I don't even know the name of the. Oh no. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. What ben, is it? Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, that's what the movie's called. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh. Oh yeah. Adam. Yes. Today is sports history, baby! Brought to you from the pages of history.com and on this day.com slash sports, Adam. And this is Metallica's Harvester of Sorrow. Ooh, here we go! Ooh. Give me, give some, give some volume, damn it. Give some volume. <laughs> you want it loud? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I love this song, baby. Oh. We'll start talking again in 11 minutes. <laughs> That's how much it lasts. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, this, this is such a powerful song, though. Anyway. Yes, they try to wreck you in their concerts. They try Language to- of the Damn! <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. I'm trying to do Jason Newsom's part. <laughs> oh, it's great. Harvester of Sorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, well, you are the bass persona for the band, oh, right? Oh, listen, listen. Oh, my God. You know what? Let's, let's, let's shut this down right mm. now, Adam. All I right. think this one just came out on YouTube. Fade it away. Yeah. Fade it's it away. Pretty awesome, Ooh. anyway. Out of year the two the year two thousand. Let me calm down here. Ooh, okay. July the 9th of two thousand. Adam, mm-hmm. police fire. Excuse me, police fire tear gas at fans during a World Cup qualifying soccer game between Zimbabwe and mm-hmm. South Africa. Adam, okay, setting off a stampede that killed twelve people. In Harare, Zimbabwe. Oh, okay. So this is really important, right? This is this is what they have to to really enjoy is the World Cup qualifying, mm-hmm. and uh, the fans were getting a bit rowdy in the stands, and the police deployed tear gas, causing chaos and havoc. Yeah, I would say that's the, mm. that sums up the entire story, Adam. Lay it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, only 12 people died. That's, that's, oh, that's not... true. I think 40 died in, uh, I want to say, Honduras or where was that oh, other one oh. that they had some kind of stampede? There's always some sort of soccer hooligan stuff happening. It doesn't but, matter where you're at. Isn't See, that, here we're in Africa. Isn't that in your former native land in Ireland? Well, yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. It happens here in Zimbabwe. It also happens in, uh, in the UK. Oh. He says that... Okay. It's Gosila reminding uh, us that he dressed up as a Zimbabwe warrior for the Juneteenth. For Juneteenth, yes. <laughs> yeah. Gosila video. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. Shield and all. <laughs> anyway, I had to keep going. He was, ma- he was made up very legitimately. <laughs> yeah. So 
I imagine that this, skins this game did not have a victor. It did not have a completion. It didn't well, have a... We, we suspended the operations of this game once all the chaos happened. I want to say that I would... Well, yeah, because... Well, I, I don't have the... the uh, yeah, I don't have the <laughs> anything on this one out of actually. Uh, other than that, uh, I, for some reason, I keep going back to this Honduras one, El Salvador one, that the president declared it a national day of mourning the next day. And mm. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what these guys out there in South Africa and whatnot were doing. But 2000, yeah, they were already uh, uh, apartheid out. They were non-apartheid. So well, they have, you got to give them that this, much credit. This least. sport apparently inspires a lot of passion because when one of your players on your team that you're supporting makes a mistake – all of a sudden, this guy gets death threats, or he might get killed, or if a, if a, uh, a referee makes a bad call or something, is that, and, and fans get so they, passionate about it, they might kill that ref. I think you may have watched too much of that Pablo Escobar. This is, no, on this Netflix. is real. This is real stuff. Usually, it's it, usually it's in the Pablo Escobar areas <laughs> where that stuff happens. But yeah, you have to be. When you're going to blow that whistle as a ref during one of these really important games, you have to make sure. Hey. Anybody got my back out here? That better be the right call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or, or it better be or, right for me. Oh, I don't know if it's right in the game. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, soccer is a very passionate sport. Uh, uh, maybe because I'm an American, Adam, I don't really care much for soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I think I told you this before, I coached it when I was a kid. When I when my kid, my children were were smaller because you know obviously they needed a coach. And I mean, I got a book. I went and. Purchased a book from a person who knew about soccer and kind of read more or less and got the uh, the gist of it. Okay, it was the hard part was just getting from getting them to stop all of them, all that entire team. I think it's eleven of them towards that ball. It's like, hey, you got a position. Oh, you you're stay. talking about really young. Kids. Yeah, 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 like five, six, seven, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, keep them away from that losing battle. Yeah, but Space, still, spacing's yeah. a big problem for youth. Yeah, so when. But that's about as much as I got. I mean, to get to the point where you're such a fan in the states, I don't think they're that main that they're maniacal about soccer. No, they're not. They have some. I weird- mean, you would think that where they're maniacal is in the football games, which is way more hit driven versus oh. uh, violence on the field. Yeah. Not violence. Well, I mean, it's it's you people know. hitting each other, concussion, and, and, and big collisions. concussion production. Yes, it's, sure. It's it's. Violence within the actual sport yes. itself. So you, I mean, if that were, I don't think soccer will get to that point in the states. I don't know how far evolved. I don't think every single country there's some kind of a riot thing going on. It's basically in some countries in Europe uh, and now this one in Africa. I didn't know that. I personally, I thought that the African sports was running. That was their, you know, oh. that's their niche. Oh, like the the Kenyan superstar yeah. uh, marathon runners. Yeah, those dudes definitely. are super fast and track and field. You know, have you seen? Because they'll there's there are videos on YouTube where okay, here is the fastest marathon runner, mm-hmm. and we're going to set this uh, uh, treadmill to that pace, and he's going to keep that the the world record marathon runner keeps this pace for twenty six point two miles. And we're going to put you on there, and we'll see how long you last on it. I haven't seen that. It, you're running at like a, a five-minute mile pace or something like that. Mm. It's insane. Like, like faster than I can sprint, mm. these guys are running for huge distances. <laughs> yes, they're superstars. They're, <laughs> they're amazing. Yeah, amazing is not the word. I mean, I've seen these guys go. Now, you can imagine 
you know, a team of, what did I say, 11? 11 or 12 or whatever they are, no, going yeah. at that pace, that has to be a super fast game. <laughs> <laughs> I lose myself on that one. Yeah, that'd be something. That would be something. I lose myself. <laughs> Who the hell's winning? <laughs> This is the bomb show. <laughs> we just fumbled through <laughs> three main segments. <laughs> out of today in rock history, out of. Brought to you from the pages of History.com, Today in Music.com, SongFactsHistory.com, and ClassicBands.com. Mm. Sweet George. Yes. The Beatles out of here comes oh. the sun, baby. Oh. We've had a lot of sun recently, haven't we? What a great sun. Yeah, shit. You ain't, <laughs> not, not only have we had a lot of sun, <laughs> you know, have you seen the news where... Uh, uh, Santana uh, was it collapsed due to heat exhaust or yeah. heat exhaustion? Yeah, he was out al- in Chicago. He was almost in our sound of the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just show you. is he going to be in our sound of the no, week? No, no, oh, okay. he almost was. Oh, okay. Our special event recording team was there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, good. So we didn't they get. Lo- they love Santana. So, they- <laughs> so we didn't get. <laughs> their, their, their tape didn't make it. No, huh? no. Okay, no. good deal. <laughs> yeah, he uh, collapsed. I, I want to say claiming uh, dehydration or something, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I want to say uh, Brett Michaels this week also, or pa- the past week had he was some kind of yeah. He right? was, I don't know if it was due to heat exhaustion or whatever. I was, we spoke briefly about the stadium tour. Yes. So I read. I haven't followed up after that. Other than uh, I want to say uh, Vince Neil was busted using a teleprompter. I think that came out on the rock news this week. Which I wish I had a problem with. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, me neither. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's not it's not like there's a track playing singing those words. He has to sing those words. Yeah, it's so just, I, it, it's fine. I don't know. I, I think I want to say it was on Loudwire or on Ultimate Classic Rock. I went and I saw the comments on it. And all these people are indignant about this, you know, it's just this negative feedback. And, you know, we we give Vince Neil a hard time here in our podcast, no doubt. Yeah, one of the, my favorite yes, no, YouTube no, videos no. is the one where... <laughs> he does the he's, karate he's, uh, No, he's saying all these words that don't even exist. The one that... Kickstart my heart. Kick, yeah, well, yeah, they, they made it into like a, like into a uh, Mortal Kombat uh, kind of video. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, was, I love that you, one. You know, we're, we're not. We're not... Uh, we're not we, we give them a hard time. Our expectations weren't met X amount of years ago. We're, from that right. day, I guess we haven't forgiven them. And... Uh, uh, I looked at it this way. It says, number one, we're all older. That's number one. Sure. To include our rock heroes. Yeah. You know, and these are the ones that are not, you know, in the best of shape. But, you know, there's, there's ones that are in, in great shape. But, you know, is it because of lipo? Is it because of they're going to rehab? You know, they have the money to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Phil Collins and you have all day to work out and you're looking spectacular, that's true all day long. That's a that's the uh, you know he should maybe share that a little bit with Joe Elliott, but uh, 
but you know, I, I just couldn't. I, I had to say, I usually don't because I don't like chiming in because then I'm going to get a bunch of stupid comments after that. I was kind of trying to just plug the pod to see if anybody see which podcast is that. I said, what do you think, my podcast brother? I think I tagged you on it. I don't know if you got a chance yeah, yeah, yeah. to get a look at it. But uh, yeah. And uh, you know, that's what I said. That was my thought process on it. I said, you know what? He's out there. He's singing it. And uh, I think you should go to these shows with a lower expectation like you and I. And we'll be speaking about that later while we uh, visit mm-hmm. the uh, ZZ Top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's get, let's get to the Beatles again, Adam. But, what, but what's wrong with... Him actually using the teleprompter. Nothing. There's, there's, there's nothing, nothing wrong, wrong with, with that. There's nothing wrong with that. What other ass- other assistance no. that you have to get you up onto that stage and to make it a good show for the audience? Do you want to hear something? Yes. Do what? you want to hear something that I had never I never told you until today because I just remembered? What's that? When I went and sang with uh, Gene Simmons <laughs> down, in, <laughs> oh. down in Bremen. Right, right, right. I remember that. I was the guest singer there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were holding up... Uh, these uh, cardboard, uh, like cue cards, yeah, like cue cards kind of deal with the with the uh, lyrics to the songs. They were the guy was because uh, I you? know for, no, for, no, no, not for me. I know <laughs> for for Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, well, I you, saw you know the guy the with the yeah. You know the lyrics better than yeah. Gene. I didn't need that. I didn't need that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, they didn't have a teleprompter down there in Bremen, so they had that for him. Okay, I had no issues with that either. I mean, these guys have a lot of songs, and let's let's be honest. With the years, with the exception of maybe a Gene Simmons, these guys, man, they put a lot of mileage on that body it's all and on that brain and all that alcohol and everything else that they use. That show is all on the shoulders of those four guys yes. up there. So why not give them a little bit of a help? I mean, no. you're, you're interacting with fans. You're you might lose track of where you're at or something. The prompter is just there as another tool. I say, look at us, especially me. I'm almost sixty, dude. Mm-hmm. If you look at it, you know, I'm a little bit more inclined towards 60. Mm, Dude, yes. I'm beat up. You know, the great majority of the people on that show are the same way. How many people in wheelchairs do we see in these shows now? Ever since the Frampton show that we went <laughs> up to Salina, that day is like a shocker to us. Uh-huh. And this was, what, 10 years ago? Maybe. Could be. Yeah, easily. Mm-hmm. So it's like, geez, maybe, maybe, I don't know, 12 years ago, I don't know. A lot of those people aren't around anymore. <laughs> well, good. They're not blocking the way. They're not blocking the way, Adam. <laughs> I don't the Beatles, Adam. <laughs> yes. 1969, July the 7th, 1969. 1969. Oh, 69. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Joy, I love 69. Oh, so oh, George wow. Harrison recorded his new song, Here Comes the Song. The Excuse me. <laughs> Here Comes the Sun, the mm. one we just heard right now, yes, yes. with just two other Beatles, Adam. Did you know that? Mm. I want to I wanna, I wanna okay. trump you on this one. Okay, Adam. I'm going to think they definitely had Ringo there, and Paul was always kind of running the band, so mm-hmm. those were the other two. Yes, sir. You're oh. guessing it, right? Yes. So you didn't know John Lennon was absent. No. Was, I don't, what was he well, doing? He was, was absent. He was recovering from our car crash, Adam, oh. in your new homeland in Scotland. <laughs> oh, oh in, my, in my land of Scots. <laughs> yes. Jeez. <laughs> was he riding on the wrong side of the road? Did they, did they change up the thing in there? Adam, Everything's on the, on the right side or left side, right? Believe it or not, this hmm. story was about this history bit. His, this history piece mm, yes. uh, was George Harrison's history. They didn't care about anything other than this little side note that he wasn't at the recording because he had this car crash in Scotland. That's it. That's all it says. Okay. But you're right. Yeah. Uh, both uh, R- Ringo Starr and uh, Paul McCartney were there. So, yeah. Okay. I love it. 
We know what this is, Adam. What is it? This is Queen, baby. Ooh. Keep yourself alive! We're trying. Brian A comes in. This is the cool thing about listening to this with headphones. You can miss that little guitar solo intro. Yeah. It's like a funk. It goes. I change poses every week, Adam. <laughs> Where's your little collar thing around your bicep? Oh, hold up. <laughs> you don't have that? Pride Month already passed. Oh, okay. okay. 1973, Adam. July the 6th of 1973, Queen released her debut single, Keep Yourself Alive, mm. in the UK, Adam. That's her debut single? That's, That's the very first their one? debut wow. single. I didn't Keep know that. Keep Yourself Alive. And they did a good job of keeping themselves alive. Now, here is a really obscure factoid that you may or may not believe. Okay. The track, Adam, didn't make the charts. I believe it. <laughs> it's their first one, uh, 73, um, not not on the charts at all. It was, a, it was released as a single. Though. Yes, sir. It says mm. a debut single right here. Wow. Well, I mean. Isn't that something? But, you know, as a new band, don't have really have any uh, secure footing where you're, you've, you've got a base of fandom or something. Uh, I, I could see it perhaps not rising to that level and maybe being appreciated Later on, you know what? More now that we're discussing this, Adam, yeah. mm -hmm. you don't hear this one repeatedly played on classic rock radio. No, you could pick it out, you and I could pick it out because we're rock and rollers. It's a treat when you hear it, yes, when it actually comes through. It's like, oh man, this is a good yes. one. They, they never play this. That would be out of my station, Adam KC95, where sweet meat. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that Adam? You can hear it there, Adam. Out of St. Louis, that's KC95, Real Rock Radio, baby. Sweet beat. Yes. <laughs> Woo, that came in loud. Yeah. Nice, Adam. Chill. The police. Wait a minute, this goes like this. Hey, baby. Mm. Radio Heavy. Y aquí tenemos the police con every breath you take. Every breath you nice. Take. <laughs> I, w I wish radio was still a career. <laughs> you could spin records. I'm radio heavy. <laughs> you could tell what I did growing up, Adam. I just uh -huh. stuck. I stuck to the radio. Adam. That's <laughs> the police. <laughs> I even got the accent down, Adam. 1983, Adam. Great year, Adam. July the 9th, 1983. I was 18 years old, dude. 83. That's right. I joined the Army in 1983. What was As I? a matter of fact, what was I? Uh, it was a couple of months uh, after this, Adam. Mm, say again. So what was I, nine? I you nine. were nine, yeah, because you were born in 74, right? A youngster, yeah. Yeah, Adam. So anyway, the police, Adam, the police from uh, actually the musical group. Oh, not not the guys with the billy clubs. No, you beat your head in, Adam. Not well, the billy clubs, the public servants, the, Adam. The British. protectors. It's British. Uh, they they always have like the little, you know, the, the the slappy in the head things, right? You've been watching too many of those uh, <laughs> Keystone Cop movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> they started Adam. A they started a eight week run mm. 
at numero uno, Adam, on both the U.S. charts and the U.K. charts. With this song right here. Utter Adam, dominance. Yes, every breath you take. Cada respiro que tú tomas. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Taking off of the band's monster album, Adam. Mm. Synchronicity, Synchronicity, Adam. Yeah. Sting won, Adam. Song of the Year. Okay. And The Police won Best Pop Performance for the song at the 1984 Grammy Awards. So Sting, already from that early on, was already crediting himself because he was the one that actually wrote the song. Did they have a lot of collaborations? Did, did they have like share writing credits or was you it know, mostly a Sting thing? I, when you see interviews with uh, Stuart Copeland, mm-hmm. uh, you kind of feel like, and I don't know if this is just my you know, conjecture, I guess. He's kind of like, to me, he feels like he's left out, even though he's the drummer. Because you're laying down the, the, the heartbeat, Adam, of the songs. Yeah. You really don't get credit enough unless it's usually the melody or the melody and the lyrics usually will get the big ones. Okay. You know, that's why when uh, when Aaron Epp and me collaborate, Adam, I'm in the mix right. with my bass riffs. Right, you know, right, right. Saying. Well, as a matter of fact, on Tuesday, we came up with an awesome one. It was so awesome, I had to actually write it down. Well, he was there. That's why I wrote it. Out. This is the second track. This is the B side to the first to your, uh, to your single. This is no, 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 no. This is we haven't finished my single yet. <laughs> it's but like but 60, already, I say it's about sixty five percent. But you already have the foundation for the second track. Yes, I do. Adam. Wow, it's, it's pretty brutal. It's Adam. coming together. Yes, yes, Adam. Anyway, so yeah, he was already uh, you know setting himself apart to uh, you know for lack of better words here on that one. Now was yeah. was this the album? Was this the last Police album? And then they kind of went their separate ways after the big success of Synchronicity. I want to say, yeah. Because I, really... re- I can't recall another Police album after that. No, because it was a tour after that. Sure. And then... Uh... There has to be a tour when you're super successful, when, you, when you're on the top and of the chart. And then Sting came out with, uh, if I ever lose my faith in you. Ten Sumner Tales. That's what it's called? Yeah, because he's Gordon Sumner. Oh, if I ever lose my faith in you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to play the tracks. You just, you just sing the tracks. Oh, you call this scene. Thank we'll be you. Set. Thank you for recognizing my talent, Adam. <laughs> Settle down, class. It's this week's rockin' higher education lesson on Led Zeppelin 101 with Professor Adam Lee Tate. I know this song. This has been a long time since a rock and roll. Hey, got that one. Woo! Woo! Slide, baby. Oh. All right. Between Metallica and this one, we're good. <laughs> Podcast already up there, Adam. One of the greatest so far. Oh, my gosh. Even though we bu- <laughs> even though we bun through everything, Adam, we, we just busted through that threshold to the top <laughs> level already. Adam, you yes. know you know what I'm gonna say next, Adam. What are you gonna say? Led Zeppelin, me baby. Let's do it, Tommy. 
Live Aid was a fundraising initiative aimed at providing relief to the areas affected by famine in Ethiopia. Mm. At the behest of concert organizer Bob Geldof, all of the biggest music acts in the world were recruited to play the biggest event in the world. A concert based in multiple continents and simulcasted across the globe. This was thought to be a perfect venue to bring the surviving members of Led Zeppelin together for the first time since the death of John Bonham five years earlier. Bob Geldof, great idea. Great idea. The passion that the fans felt anticipating the return of the rock icons was not reciprocated by the band members. The seat behind the kit fell to a duo of drummers, Tony Thompson and Phil Collins. Yeah, I was going to say it was Phil Collins, wasn't it? Uh-huh. A lack of communication was apparent as Mr. Thompson was drumming as if he were at the most important audition of his life, leaving Phil reactionary and going through the motions. Rehearsing was an afterthought. Robert Plant's voice was shredded from recent performances. On stage, monitors weren't working properly. Jimmy Page was not in top form. Uh, when he wasn't being tackled by a microphone stand, he was wrestling his wife's scarf, a necessary adornment on a mid-July day in Philadelphia. After stumbling through rock and roll and a whole lot of love, they find more solid footing on their final song, Stairway to Heaven. The crowd of about 90,000 people were very forgiving and cheered their heroes fervently. Were they in Wembley? They were in Philadelphia. Oh, they the, were in Philly. Uh, JF, JFK? Not JFK. One of those. Pre- I, presidential I, name. I'm things. sorry, you did say that at the beginning. I'm yeah. sorry, I didn't catch up. I got so wrapped up in the song. Talk, of course, was excited about the possibilities for uh, the future and the eventual reunion. Jimmy and Robert were very soured following the lackluster performance and have efforted to erase the Live Aid show from the history books. The same event that became the defining moment for the band Queen ended up being a missed opportunity for the members of Led Zeppelin. That is sad. The Live Aid performance by Led Zeppelin, Tommy. Here here I thought, you know, here I thought that, uh, that was what, your your what now? (laughs) Your Led Zeppelin (laughs) Zeppelin 101 for this week? Yes. There you go, damn it. You missed the cue, damn it. I missed it. <laughs> I started yakking and you missed the damn cue. <laughs> yes, that is very sad. Yeah. It should have been a big deal. I thought it was. I, I love what I heard. I don't, and, I don't know what they're talking about. And Phil Collins was actually kind of like a hero because he started the day in London. And he flew? And he flew on the Concorde over to Philadelphia. So for the, in the evening... He was there with with uh, to play drums with uh, Zeppelin. There. That has to be mind blowing. I know, and he gets a lot of shit because they think, oh, he's the one that screwed up the the timing, and he was because there's footage of of the event, and he's just locked on to the other drummer to his right, and he's just watching the other drummer like trying to, you know, keep pace with the drummer. I'm gonna have to see that again. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. I love that song. I loved it live. I loved everything about it. I don't know what these do. I don't know. I don't know what these people's problems are. I mean, it's like, come on, Robert Plant and uh, you know Jimmy Page. If, if, you, if you watch it, you'll think. I want to get we Zeppelin. We weren't quite ready. We weren't. We should have did a little bit more preparation for this. I want to get Zeppelin, baby. That's all I'm saying. Is I, I don't, and I don't care if they, you know, they have a teleprompter or not. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, CD listeners. We've come to the point in this album where those listening on cassette or records will have to stand up or sit down and turn over the record or tape 
In fairness to those listeners, we'll now take a few seconds before we begin side two. Thank you. Here's side two. How cool is there that? There we go. That's very cool, man. <laughs> oh, Tom Petty, man. What a voice that guy had, huh? Yeah. 1989, Adam. Another yeah. great year. I got married in 1989. It was announced, Adam, on July the 7th of 1989 that for the first time ever, mm-hmm. compact discs, Adam, CDs were outselling vinyl mm. albums in 1989. I embraced the arrival of the CD. Because it was made so much more convenient. Because I did not have a lot of vinyl. Because I didn't have a record player. I thought it was, you know, I was in the army. I was moving around. What the hell did I need a record player for? It's, it's inconvenient. Cassette is what I had. It, it, that was it, my shit. A, a vinyl album has to be in a console. You have to be sitting motionless in, in, a, in a place to, to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Like you, the cassette, the Walkman, or the Discman that came, you were able to take your music with yeah, you. Yeah, the di- First, hey, look, my freedom. The Disman was the second part that actually was good. Because <laughs> it just picked up right after the cassette player. Yeah, exactly. You know, not only the Walkman, but the, you know, the gazillion type of gizmos that were able to play cassettes. And it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And a CD, woof, shoof, give me some. Then the CD changer came out. You could put five or six CDs, and think, and it would switch them at random. First, I know. First, it was, with the, it the was initial Panasonic thing. and Pioneer and some other brands. Whenever you listen to an album or a cassette, you listen to it in a specific order. Yes. When you hit shuffle, it's like, oh, I don't know what's coming next. Yeah. Oh, it's like yeah, the lottery. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Could it, it be my and track? It's, and it's such a new technology back yeah. then. You're like really excited. You're right because in the cassette you had to. Well, I want to hear my song. Let's say like uh, "Rats Out of the Cellar." I I I played that until it had smoke coming out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to hear different parts of you know "Wanted Man." Okay. Versus "Round and Round," you had to you know give it a fast forward. Usually though, those cassettes they were they were designed. And the albums were designed to start off with a kick-ass song, so you're not looking for your song a little bit mm. further down. You know, it wasn't like it's a yes, you know. It wasn't yes or or some of these other, uh, what is it, a Steely Dan or, you know, the Alan Parsons project, you know, that's which kind of like is all this instrument, instrumentation. Mm. You know, no, sure. no. This is, this is, you know, this is just regular Motley Crue uh, shout at the devil that starts off with that one uh, kind of intro that... Goes right into Shout of the Devil, you know, like this, uh, whoa, shout now, children of the beast, come and shout at the devil. And then it goes, dan, 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 psst, yeah. dun, psst, dun, psst, dun, dan, dan, psst, dun, ba, dun, ba, dun, ba, shout, uh, shout, uh, uh-huh. shout. Ba-na, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't want to fast forward no. the uh, the cassette on that, you know? Right. But yeah, I got it. You know, CDs, you're just like, oh, okay. Uh, my song is number five. One, two, three, four, five. Blah, hit, play, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Then the CD changer, you're right. It just came out. Then, you know, again, fortunately, again, boom. All the digital had, stuff. Yeah, had the digital thing, which is like even better. And now you got 20,000 songs. Like I do, I still. And you only hit shuffle. And yes. And, and you're a slave to whatever pops up. I love it. <laughs> I I rarely advance, Adam, in my shuffle. Mm-hmm. All those are my songs. Now, do you find that uh, around a time or an anniversary or something, when you read something significant about a band, like you're doing research for this show or whatever, yeah, right? right? And and you have that that band in mind, and you're you're doing your shuffle, 
And these songs that you're just researching, they happen to pop up. It's out like, of your 20,000. It's, like, it's like magical. I, I, it happens to me all the time. It happens to me all the freaking time. How does it know? I don't know. I think it's just the rock gods blessing us. Oh. That's what it is. That's what it is? It's exactly I didn't know if there was an algorithm or something. As a matter of fact, Adam, that's how I come up with the uh, lyrics that'll blow your mind. Well, I'm already blown. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, you you brought up that Zeppelin song, uh, Peace of Mind. What was that one last week? Not the Zeppelin song. The Jimmy Page song from- Waste of week. My Time. Waste of My Time. Oh, I had to listen to that. It's like, oh, I like this. It is that would not show up on my shuffle. No. Because that's not on there. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't even be incorporated. Adam? Yes. It's on there now. <laughs> <laughs> Good news. <laughs> this weekend. Oh, yeah. Go baby driver, been driving on down the road. Oh, what Adam. Yes, sir. This is a gem, Adam, out of the Kiss Library, baby. A hidden gem? It's not a hidden gem. Is this one that they would ever perform in concert? Mm, at the early ones, yeah. Oh, okay. This is Peter Chris Adam mm. on the vocals, Adam. Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Uh. Was this included in the movie Baby Driver? <laughs> do, you, do you remember Baby Driver? No, Adam, I do not. <laughs> okay. What was that movie about? Uh, it had the the pedophile guy. No, I don't know. No, no, what's, no, no, no. what's the guy's name? He was the president in that one uh, Netflix show. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Spacey was running a team of uh, thieves and criminals, and he, the baby driver, was the wheel man. Oh, it wasn't. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's that guy? Morgan. He was the <laughs> driving. Uh, what was that one guy that just driving Miss Daisy? Was he driving? Morgan Freeman. There you go. <laughs> was he in that movie? Nah, I'm, I'm 68 years old. I know when I need to make water, Miss Daisy. <laughs> Thank you for the voice, Adam. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about, like, you know, maybe you know, something about, like, Doors of the Ring or something. I don't know. Those the other freaking movies. I have no idea what oh, that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Star Wars, Adam. I wouldn't even try to. Star Wars, Adam. Come I wouldn't on. even try to bring up Lord of the Ring. 1990, Adam. <laughs> July the 4th, 1990. Uh-huh. Paul Stanley from Kiss Adam yeah. sustained a neck and back injuries, Adam, when he was involved in a car crash in New Jersey. This is 1990, Adam. Uh-oh. Obviously, there was some show suspended after this, yada, 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 and it was a bad time for Paul Stanley. As a matter of fact, in his book, Adam, uh, uh, what is it again? I forgot. I got it downstairs. I read it already. Uh, Star Child. No, no. It was Behind the Mask, I think is what it is. Okay. Uh, and uh, we're behind the music. I can't remember what the damn title is. Anyway, it's the most recent one. <laughs> I should have went and got it because I wanted to go ahead and read a piece of it. Uh, but, you know, no, we won't go bore you with uh, with that. But, no, he was describing, you know, his mental state during the time that he had this accident. Was he, like, broken? Did he break yeah, bones? Yeah, well, he's, he was Yeah, he was kind of beat up and, and whatnot. You know, I, he's a very physical and uh, active guy on stage. Mm-hmm. He's very, he's very animate. I, you know, I think we, 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 one time we disagreed on this. I, I, I still think that to this day that 
Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley Adam yeah. is one of the greatest uh, frontmen in, in, in rock and roll. I mean, he puts on a, a fantastic show. He, you know, he he has everything. He has the voice, Adam. Mm-hmm. He has the moves. He controls the crowd, Adam. He knows exactly what to say to get him going. You know, he's a presence. And, you know, he's fighting. He's got to be one of the best frontmen. Yeah, he has to be. And uh, I, I would say he's probably the ultimate frontman. Whoa. See, again, I think that's where we had disagreed once. Okay. But, uh, yeah. And uh, to to find himself in this recovery mode and whatnot, I made him rethink. I think if I remember, and I would love to go ahead and uh, and get the book, but I'm not going to do that because we're, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I have a long day ahead of me, Adam. I have to get out of here, actually. Uh, and I know we got out really early. I, I'm going to go on a motorcycle right here a little, oh bit, a little bit later. Oh, my God. And uh, anyway. Uh, listen to Baby Driver while you're driving. Wait, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I can't. I had to listen to whatever Wilda's trying to tell me in my ear. Oh. So she, you know. But yeah, uh, he was recovering from, I think there was some, I don't know, some love stuff going on with some actress of some sort. Oh. And they were going through some hard times and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So this is why I guess why I remember this mm. particular piece of history, Adam. But yeah, it was a, just a good excuse also to play Adam, Baby Drivers. <laughs> You can't beat that, dude. No, that's you know always what good. I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it is getting better, Adam. <laughs> it's got to get better. This is a great time in history, Adam. Foo Fighters! Adam, July the 4th, oh. 1995, Adam. Okay. The debut album by the Foo Fighters mm-hmm. was released, Adam. Wow. Dave Grohl wrote and recorded the entire album, as everyone knows about this legend, with was, the assistance of the producer Barrett Jones and Robert Lang. He was the only Foo Fighter. There was he, only one Foo Fighter. There was one. That was Ooh. Mr. Dave Grohl, yep. It was recorded in Seattle, Washington. I mean, Grohl later said he recorded the album just for fun. I think we also know that. Describing it as a cathartic experience to recover from mm. the suicide of his friend Nirvana bandmate, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. He chose the name Foo Fighters, obviously, uh, to protect his identity, thinking yeah. this will never amount to anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, how wrong was he? Oh, like my Foo God. Fighters, nobody could really relate to the guy who was sitting behind the drums. On this monster band that was called Nirvana. Yeah, could you see that guy in the background is becoming like the biggest rock icon I, eventually? Honestly, if quite frankly, I saw it and I'm like, what the hell? You know, uh, what was that song? The ones, the Menthos commercial. Was this the one? No. What? Um, shoot, I, I forgot the name of the song. Um, oh, no, we got to find that damn song now. Big Me? Is it, was it, is it Big, Big me? me? It could be. Let me see real quick. So, yeah. Let's see. Big Me. That's where I actually saw, uh, I kind of like, what's this guy still doing around here? You recognized him. You knew where he was from. Yeah. Yeah, it's Big Me. <laughs> but, you, but you'd have to have some sort of idea like, hey, it's, it's really pretty good. Where you give him a shot. It's like, okay. I saw some of the early interviews on that, and they were they were busting his balls, man. Really? Yeah. Based they, on this? No, just How? based on uh, 
all the Try, when I, when trying I, to take over when I was, and do it himself. No, no, I'm talking about busting his balls on questions that he didn't want to answer. Because I have actually, I, I also read the biography uh, of it's an unauthorized, authorized biography on Dave Grohl, which was called "This Is a Call." Okay, it's hey. called it. Actually, right. it was on my iPod. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what's the big one? I forget what those are called. iPad. iPad was on that. Yeah, and he he speaks about that. Hey, I want to do this record, you know, which is the uh, apomomious. <laughs> is it pominous, Adam? <laughs> the Foo Fighters. It's a self-titled album. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, he just wanted to do it for this reason. But in every stop that he would go, you know, with whoever the bands were, I think Mandel was in was originally in the band. And uh, it was like, they just wanted to speak. And when I say they, the press, would just wanted to speak about Kurt Cobain. And, you know, he was just getting tired. He said, here's this product. I'm putting my heart and soul oh. in it. You know that that's kind of a fucking bummer, you know. But no, it's but not. the cool thing is, what he do you didn't expect give up, him, man? What do you expect him to do? Uh, you you have something that you're super famous for being attached to, and then you have this other thing that you're trying to get off the ground. It's like, okay, we'll worry about that later. We really want to know about this heartbreak and what your condition is and how do you feel, and we want to get all of this story of the passion and uh, the, the despair. Yeah, <laughs> they, they want the deep yeah, stories. I, just, I, I don't know. I, I still think that, you know, I'm just very grateful, Adam. Mm -hmm. Extremely grateful, Adam, that uh, Mr. Dave Grohl went ahead and created the Foo Fighters and everything else that he got going on. Absolutely. Oh. My stomach hurts. Wow, this is horrible. <laughs> We're picking up Adam, damn it. Who is this? This is a uh, this is Canadian stud muffin. <laughs> and and the bad pizza song. Okay. What's a good Is this going to create the sounds of the week of we have we already jumped to the have, have we already gotten to that part, Adam? Yeah, new music, Tommy. Oh, oh my Canadian God. stud muffin yes, is okay. out. <laughs> the bad pizza song. <laughs> 2002, Adam. July 3rd, 2002. Britney Spears. Bring that down, Gosilo. Britney Spears, Adam. Britney. <laughs> <laughs> You're going back on mute, Gosilo. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, here we go. Okay, let us do it, Adam. Here we go. Okay. July the 3rd, 2002, Adam. Britney Spears. Okay. Mm -hmm. Three diners, Adam, at her newly opened Britney Spears owned restaurant suffered, Adam, from food poisoning. They were like this guy, Canadian stud muffin, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Their stomach hurt. <laughs> Their stomach is hurt, yeah. What type of a, what type of food did they supply there? Uh, what, what? Let me see if it says it here. There are three students, actually, there are three students as well, who had eaten wild stripped bass. Is it stripped? Striped. Or striped. striped. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. Why would I say stripped? Well, well, lately, uh, Brittany on her Instagram, she's been kind of stripped lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> At the New York restaurant, made official complaints and vowed never to eat there again. No, they're going to go back. These three people? Yeah. Who cares? I think they made it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wasn't there serving there, was she? <laughs> No. I think was she, was, did, did she go crazy for for this in these in this time period? Well, I think she had help. <laughs> she, she had uh, somebody watching over her at this time. Okay, good deal. All right, Adam, that's loud. Yeah, one of your favorite bands, Adam. You bon know it, Jovi. Might be their biggest hit. Easily. There's a talk box. Adam. 
played by Richie Sambora. Mm, that's right. That's a great song. You love it. I love it. I do. Adam. Mm-hmm. John Bon Jovi, Adam. Returned to his hometown of Sayreville, New Jersey, Adam. Sayreville? Sayreville. To donate, Adam, $1 million to the Hurricane Sandy Relief Fund. Okay. Presenting a check to then-Governor Chris Christie. The singer told the crowd in front of the town hall, one thought came to me. Mm-hmm. What can I do? Then one of the respondents says, use your voice! <laughs> <laughs> What can I do? <laughs> Just write a check is what you can do. Just yeah, write dumbass. a check. You make money. You're, yeah. living, you're living on a prayer, these guys. <laughs> you're probably out there in L.A. the hell's this Hawaii Five O, Adam? What? This is uptight. Everything's all right. Oh, great. Right? Sounds like it. Good song. Like a temptation or something like Love that. Love it. We're back to Motown, Adam, in 2015. Was it 2015? Yeah. A little old man was sitting on the step. (laughs) Is that Bill? (laughs) Is that the cause? Yes, that's the cause, Adam. Oh, my God. Oh, Bill Cosby, little old man uptight. Everything's all right, Adam. I didn't know he had a record out. I don't know if everything's all right. Let me check the off. Oh. Is he all right? This 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 musical piece, Adam, is not about his record, Adam. Oh, okay. It's not about his recent problems either, Adam. It says, Adam, in July the 8th of 2015, it's associated to his recent problems. Oh. A statue, Adam, of Bill Cosby. I didn't know he had a statue. He had a statue? Uh, Maybe at Temple University or some uh, shit like that. Oh, let's see. Let's see here. Was removed from Disney's Hollywood Studios theme oh. park. <laughs> in Florida, in the wake of the revelations, the comedian admitted in court he gave a woman drug before sex, Adam. Mm-hmm. Wow. Along with having a hit TV shows, Cosby also reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 in September 1967, Adam, with this fucking song what? right here. What? Shit. Are you kidding me? I can't believe that. Number four? Wow. Wow. That's You know, I'll be impressive. honest with you. I've enjoyed uh, Bill Cosby's work many times. He made me laugh my ass off. Everybody did. So. Until they didn't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what are you doing, Bill? You didn't have to do that, yeah, exactly, you know? Yes. Allegedly. <laughs> What do you got here, Adam? See, this is these are infectious groups. Ooh. And it's a David Bowie cover. Fame. Can you dig this one, Adam? Is that a talk box? Yes, it is. <laughs> Good job, Adam. You get a star for that one. <laughs> we should have a, a to- all talk box show. <laughs> That would be mostly Peter Frampton. Peter. Out of <laughs> I, I want to go see it. bring that down, please. This is a good. This is a good cover of uh, Fame. Adam. It is a good funk groove. I love though. it. I'd probably put this one also on my uh, on your player. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's David Boy song. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, Adam. In two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. July seven, two thousand seven. Ozzy Osbourne, Adam. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Became the first artist to be honored in Birmingham's own Hollywood style Walk of Fame, fame. in Birmingham, got England. It. Man, oh, okay, got okay. it. 
Now I get the connection. Go, Cielo. Good job. Man. Uh, the singer from Aston told more than 1,000 fans on Broad Street that the brass paving star meant more to him than any Hollywood accolade. Hmm. Just because it's there at base at his hometown? Yeah. Do you, you know, I think Ozzy is a pretty, you know, pretty humble kind of guy. I think he, he sincerely meant that. I would, you know, that's just me. But yeah, this is not bullshit. Maybe he doesn't have a lot of regard for other accolades, but something for that one, something yeah. from was the locality where yeah. he's from. Maybe that's I mean, maybe he was remembering all that time, the the time he went to jail, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for stealing. Sure, <laughs> yeah, you know all the other nonsense he was involved in, and uh, uh, the organizers named other local pop stars who could be joining uh, Ozzy uh, for the walk included uh, Duran Duran Jam. All right. Jamelia, I don't know who that is, but Adam, here's a very important one right here. Roberto Plant. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. I would have put Roberto Plant before Duran Duran, Adam. Well, I would, I would too. Matter of fact, personally, no offense, <laughs> no. Ozzy, I would have put Roberto Plant before Ozzy. That's just me. Well, I mean, they, they popped up at the same time. Um, who's, who's a more famous resident? Of that area, I would say. Bert, I, would, uh, I would say Ozzy. Probably Ozzy. Yeah, Ozzy. Yeah. Is Deford Deford from? Oh no, Def is Sheffield is where they're from. Mm. Nah, bro, you, you see me, bro? I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. I'm hard, bro. Let's get started. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Historic. Hip hop, rapizzle moment, yo. Adam, this was dedicated to Cheese Rizzy or Rap Cheesy. The the guy who sent us the email, <laughs> Rap Cheesy. Adam. Oh yeah, that's right. We got to do a good one with this because we've been called out on the carpet for yes. this. Chicka man. Adam, everybody knows this song. Yeah, big pimpins, big pimping. Man, that's some horrible fan footage. Well, <laughs> thank you. They were there. Yes, they were. Proof, right there. Check it out, man. It was uh, the uh, the uh, the what do you call it? The uh, the call and response. Did you check it out? I mean, him, look, him, him to the audience. Yeah, check it out. I would have sang that one out. Mm. I knew that one. Let's <laughs> rock. Wow, I like that sound. Big pimpers. I like this video too, Adam. Okay. Yeah, I love it. You never seen this video? You see, you, you say this to me all the time. You've never seen this video? You know, yeah, Gosito likes it too. Oh, really? Well, he's got to show that he's been big pimping. <laughs> right? Oh, Jay-Z or Gosito? <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. We know that. Anyway, Adam. Mm -hmm. All right. 
You wanna, might want to lower that. Joe's goes, Cito, thank you. Anyway, Jay Z's Adam on July the 7th, 2017. Mm-hmm. Jay Z's digital only album, Adam, 444. It went platinum, Adam, in five days. Okay, that's a big, big, big bump right there. A lot Just, of people were anticipating this, obviously. Despite limits on who could access it. Oh. The music was only available on Tidal, the star's own streaming service, Adam. Got it. And to customers of the U.S. mobile firm Sprint. So did this they- This 2017? On, did they onboard a lot of new Tidal customers just because of this album? Mm. There was no other way to get it. So you would, if you want this Jay-Z album, you'd have to- Get a subscription service. The Recording Industry Association of America, Adam, the the RIAA, which we've mentioned here many times before, Uh platinum certification, which requires more than one million sales, is a rare thing for digital-only albums. The RIAA only started counting digital streams last year. That would have been in 2016. Okay. With 1,500 plays considered equal to one. 1,500 so streams so of yes, one song? Yes, of one strong equals and that would one. Call it, and that would be an album sale. That would be an album sale, sale, yes. Mm-hmm. Whew, that's, that's pretty strict. It was his, <laughs> it, well, it was his, uh, it was his app. You know, it, this Adam, I think, in the hip-hop rap hizzle world, Adam, uh-huh. is what is considered as hustling, Adam, hustling. So, last episode, I played a new Megadeth song. Mm-hmm. I love Megadeth. Uh-huh. I've listened to it probably 30 times, which is a lot. I feel like it's quite a bit yeah. for, for the last couple of weeks. A, a fan, probably a bigger fan than you, would probably already stream the 100. Maybe. but So if there's 1,500. If, if there's 15 fans, Adam, and I'm, I'm trying to do the math here because it's simple, I would say 15 fans just like the person who topped yours right. to include everybody else. They already did with fifteen or sixteen people may have done one, uh, one album. Fifteen rabid fans, mm-hmm. or fifty like me that are like really big fans. I right. love, I love it. That's too. That's too strict. I mean, <laughs> do you have to account for the amount of money you make per stream? Is it a is it a monetary thing? Well, knowing Adam, we're going to go back to the hip hop rep hizzle stuff here now. Oh yeah, yeah okay. Knowing how much of a business person as much as an entrepreneur jay is yes mm-hmm. he is i'm sure this was by design i could bet this was by design especially since he had his own mobile app sure. to include obviously the sprint stuff so how many people from sprint actually were going to download this album i could tell you i was a sprint customer i did not do so Oh, you didn't? No, no. I oh, you didn't have title. No, yes. Uh, no, no. Was I was, title, but was title I was available. But to I you? was, I was also a, cre- a Sprint customer. This was oh. available also to Sprint customers. Adam, you're a JC fan, though. I do, but I am to an extent. Not hmm. a super fan. I know, you know, the basics of it. You know, I have a few albumizzles here and there. Okay. You know, but Adam, just so you'll know, Adam. Yes. What he did is called, or is known as, hustling Adam, or making that cheese, Adam. Oh, like che- like Cheese Fan 77. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's where he got his name from. <laughs> Maybe he can change it to Cheese Fan 444. Yeah. 
Good idea. Take those cheese, go- cheese boy. <laughs> so Adam, it says here the Urban Dictionary. Adam says we're gonna go back to the. We're gonna go use the Urban Adam. We're not gonna oh, use ours. Okay. How's that? Can we use? We can use it during this portion of the show. Uh, right? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are. We are. We'll we'll use our Rapizzle one for any other thing that may or may not come up. Hopefully it won't. But anyway, <laughs> Adam, the Urban Dictionary defines hustling. Adam, hustling, hustling. Mm-hmm. It's H U S T L I N. Adam. It is a verb, Adam. Do they put the apostrophe? Yes, at for the, the missing yes, G. Yes, okay. yes. It says it is a verb, Adam. It says to strive, Adam, headstrong and voraciously towards a goal. That's okay. what hustling is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jay Z went, Adam, when, hustling voraciously towards the goal of getting Adam this platinum status. When Pete Rose was trying to steal a base, <laughs> he was hustling. Yes. Charlie Hustle. He was running. He was striving he, headstrong. No, nothing was going to stop him. Yes. He was going to plow through that guy. Voraciously, Adam. I also, when I, I think when Steve, uh, what was it, Pete Rose, he was making bets it was the same way. But <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of hustle there, too. <laughs> Adam, the second definition is to seek out and acquire sums of money, Adam, preferably large sums, okay. often by unscrupulous, Adam, means. Oh, so breaking the law. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's part of hustling, Adam. So to prostitutes oneself, Adam, for monetary gain. Oh, well, sure. Jennifer Lopez was in the movie Hustlers, oh. right? Hustlers? Yes. Adam, did you see that that uh, that video where she... <laughs> she had a wardrobe had a, malfunction? Yeah, she, <laughs> <laughs> she had an access point that, that was not... It, she didn't know about, I don't think. It was, it was right on target, Adam. I know. It was like... <laughs> Like it had to be form fitted to her body, yes. and it just just started to split the scene just a little bit in the backside. Why'd you have to mention Jennifer Lopez? We're, we're on a roll here, Adam. <laughs> because she was in Hustlers. Adam, this is how you apply hustling, Adam. Getting low on his stash of cash, Derek decided to hit the streets, Adam. Mm-hmm. Open wide and hustle up some funds quickly. Okay. That's how you apply that. That doesn't outline exactly how you hustle. No, but that's just... He was on the streets yes. doing something. Yes. Was what? he had a dice game or something? Uh, I would say if this was uh, preferably an unscrupulous means, I would say by uh, he'd be hustling by selling drugs at oh, him. Crack cocaine. Moving, I believe... Moving uh, product. I believe Jay-Z Zizzle. Maybe he has one of those... Was, was a, a dealer of this. One of those trench coats that he opened of, up and had a yes. bunch of those watches inside. Yeah. <laughs> that could be it. <laughs> that that could be hustling. Yeah, Adam. So, you know, also says prostituting, so I don't know. No. I don't see uh, Jay-Z that's doing not, that. That's anyway, not that hustling he wants Adam, to do. Now the, 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 next, the next term we will be uh, exploring here, Adam, is making that cheese, Adam. Making the cheese. Well, <laughs> making the cheese. This is part of the lyrics, right? Are these lyrics that'll blow my mind? Uh, 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 uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> or is it let's... Ra- ah, 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 ah. I, I get them all confused, Adam. Okay. <laughs> Adam. Making the cheese. It says here, Adam, it's also a verb. It's making that money, Adam. Oh, right. And then there's a second definition. This is not but, dairy. Products. Adam, but this one's off of the hip-hop rap hizzle. We had this one in ours. It says earns, Adam. That would be E-A-R-N-Z, earns. Oh. And then monies. Is there a Z at the end of monies? There's, there's actually... Three Z's. It's five Z's. Oh, God. <laughs> Earns monies. Earns monies. 
<laughs> I am going to work overtime, Adam, this week and make that cheese. <laughs> what? <laughs> you could just say making money. You don't have Adam, to get all crazy. Adam, just check this out. There's another variation. It's called making that grilled cheese, Adam, is the other variation of... Uh, does that have to do with like a, a cheese? Something you put up for your dental work? <laughs> the grill? <laughs> it's grilled cheese. <laughs> You're such a square, Adam. <laughs> uh, grills are another thing, Adam. That's where they get the diamonds and the platinum encrusted, Adam. Right. Isn't that it's, part of the world? <laughs> you hustle to get no, your grills. But that's grills. This is grilled cheese, Adam. You hustle to Gr- get the not, grills. Not grills would be in the, let me see real quick in the, uh, let me turn this page real quick here and let's find the grills in the, uh, in the uh, okay, G in the <laughs> grills, Adam. Okay, G R I I L Z Z grills, Adam. Okay, that is it says here it is a mouthpiece that is placed in either the upper or the lower or on both, Adam, uh, mm. mandibles and this is encrusted with uh, uh, diamonds and any kind of fashionable fine uh, jewels. Yes, yes, if you could fit a Rolex, you would probably put it in there, Adam. <laughs> Wow. That's what the rap hazel just did. Type of oral says, cavity yeah. we talking so, but about. But we're not here. talking about it. We're talking we're talking about making the grilled cheese, Adam. The grilled cheese. So now grilled Adam as in, you know, like the regular, you know, cheese that you eat, the sandwich. So you got cheese. Grilled. So you got cheese. Well, cheese yes. represents money, right? Uh-huh. But now you're heating your money. Because now it's on fire. Good shot. So, Good so shot. you're so you're you're earning a an extra amount. You're like You've got a, a good inflow. You're on fire. You're heating your, your cheese. Your cheese is melting. It's so hot. What? <laughs> it's just not. You're, you're way off on this one, Adam. What's grilled cheese? Making grilled cheese, Adam, is making love to a fat chick. What? <laughs> Totally out of left field. <laughs> That's what it says here. How can cheese have such <laughs> opposing? <laughs> what the stench in the sheets? <laughs> after, <laughs> after she leaves, is similar to that of grilled cheese. <laughs> That's nasty. There's nothing wrong with that. Said Casino. Casino, what's your problem? Everybody needs some love. (laughs) What is this? (laughs) This is Daisy the Great. (laughs) The record player song. Goodness. Oh, my God. turn that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to head in this house? <laughs> Adam, according to Nielsen Music, Adam. Uh-huh. Isn't that those the people that uh that uh, do the uh, ratings? Yeah, the uh, <laughs> yeah they send the little uh, catalog thingies to your house and you, you write down. Oh, I I watched Jeopardy three times this week. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, they can't. They still detect, do it. They can't do that. They can't detect that electronically. I think some... you you have to 
subscribe to a certain device and then they can just know whatever you watch. I would think. Otherwise, you have to like tabulate your own thing and send it in for $3 a week or something. Oh, shit. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I Track me more. According to, you'd think they do that on an app or something. You'd think so. According to the Nielsen Music Adam, again, vinyl album sales grew. This was in uh, 2018, Adam, July the 6th, 28. No wonder this stupid song was called the record player song. Uh, in the U.S., in the first half of 2018, Adam, it, it grew 19.2%. <laughs> that hip-hop rep oh, because, because the uh, yuppies started to enjoy the vinyl. <laughs> making that grilled cheese. They're, they're making cheese. Right. <laughs> the, the vinyl record <laughs> companies were making <laughs> yes, cheese now. Were. Yes. <laughs> it depends who the chick was and telling they, you the if record. they try, they'll get some grilled cheese later. <laughs> <laughs> the girl who works at the counter <laughs> with that big ass ear, with that big ass fucking nose ring, oh, and the gauges in her ears. <laughs> I don't fuck this. <laughs> Tell me about the vinyl. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, Adam. I'll give so you this carpenter's disc for uh, some grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from December the 29th to 2017 through June the 28th of 2018, there were 7.6 million vinyl albums sold at them. Hmm. Hmm. Was there a specific release that happened then that was like driving this surge? You know, I would say, I, no, uh, this is 2018. I wouldn't know what's going on. I think, uh, what's the redheaded guy from... Uh, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yeah, maybe he was hot during I that mean, time. I mean, I don't know. 2018, also the, the the fat chick that turned skinny. Uh, what's the other one from Britain? Her Adele. Name? Adele, yeah. I don't know. 2018. I really don't know, man. Honestly, I don't. All I know is that I'm you, not. In, I, I don't know who's going on pop music. I in think. like four words, you provide perfect descriptions of these people. <laughs> <laughs> the redhead guy and the, and the fat chick they, turned skinny. Adam, they were that. They were working at that record store. <laughs> there are song lyrics. I never oh brag how real I keep it, because it's the best secret. <laughs> Also, lyrics that will captivate your imagination. And then there are the Tommy and Adams hard to name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Oh, I need to gain my composure here, yeah, dude. Please do. <laughs> Spreading the cheese over here. <laughs> the grilled cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Adam. Oh, released in 1991, Adam. Uh-huh. This particular song, Adam, okay. was written by one Michael Osborne, Zach Wild, Adam, mm. and Mr. Lemmy Killmeister, Adam. What? From the album No More Tears, Adam. It is Mama, I Am Coming Home. Oh. Radio Heavy, esta es la música de Ozzy Osbourne, Mama, I'm Coming Home. Adam, check it out. 
Mama, I'm coming home. We went ballad Genius. Yeah. Go see it. Bring that down. Bring down after this first uh, verse. And then that one piece of the. Uh, so, yeah. Here we go, Adam. All right. Did you know Let Me Kill Meister Adam was behind the. Uh, the lyrics of this song. I never would have guessed. I've already blown your mind. Can we move on to the next segment? We can. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. <laughs> you don't smell grilled cheese in here, do you? Stop it. Out of times have changed and times are strange here i come but i ain't the same adam mm-hmm. that was like you last week with it. i've been known to come fast <laughs> that's a confession i don't want to hear about anymore anyway. here i come adam uh-huh. but i ain't the same actually that's what's coming to conclusions just in case anybody writes right. wants to write a stupid ass email <laughs> i mean uh, uh, an email of concern <laughs> A valued, a valued correspondence. No, dude, we're not going to get to his podcast today. He says, <laughs> but I ain't the same, Adam. He says, Mama, I am coming home. Okay. Which is the main theme of the song. It says, time's gone by seems to be. You could have been a better friend to me. Mama, I am coming home. Adam, do you have any idea Who, what this he, song? Who's he speaking to when he says, you could have been a better friend to me? Adam. Like, is he leaving a, <clears throat> a bandmate or something? I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm out of here. I'm, I'm going back home to, to Mama. Adam, should we go ahead and play a little bit more? We can. Well, Stilo hit it. We can. You took me in and you drove me out. Yeah, you had me hit the side. There's your answer, Adam. Lost and found and turned around by the fire in your He was lost and found, Adam. Mm-hmm. Then cry. it was found. It hurts so bad, Adam. It's been so long. Here comes the great drum intro, Adam. All right, Adam. Okay, go see. will stop that. Okay. There we go. All right. So here's the deal. Real quick, I'm going to tell you a couple of things here on this. This, Adam, is the third song off of his 1991 album. Like I said, Adam, No More Tears, which was also, I would think, I would say after the blizzard, after Ultimate Sin, mm-hmm. you know, when No More Tears, he had a couple of flippy flops after that one. Yes. No More Tears came, and it was just packed. This, a, this was a sledgehammer of an album. This, this was a great, a great album. album. Matter of fact, yes. I recommend you listen to this one. As a matter of fact, that one, what was it, John Darkheart, whatever your name was, I'd listen to you. Uh, I would recommend that you listen to this on your uh, truck, wherever the hell you're at. Right, it's after, a great after album, the, yeah. After the episode, of, and uh, drop us a note and let us know how you, what you think. Anyway, so yes, after the podcast. Anyway, so uh, uh, the Power Ballad album, the single is Osborne's only Adam only top forty single on the Billboard Hot One Hundred chart. Only ever. Check this out, peaking Adam at number twenty eight. His only other top forty hits. Being his duet with Lita Ford, and mm. that Adam was a Lita Ford song. Okay, so that one doesn't wow. count really for him. He's just like a guest guy. 
The, so these two are his biggest successful songs, and there's these ballad, commercially, ballad yes, things. Right, yes, right. isn't that something? Yeah, here's a guy with a trajectory. a trajectory. trajectory. <laughs> grilled cheese trajectory. <laughs> as huge as stop it, stop it. As huge as Hasi has. You know, and because, I mean, I'm a fan, you're a fan, right. we could go to an Ozzy show, mm-hmm. and we just know all the songs. Yes. I'm, it's just that simple. I can, and it's kind of uh, unfathomable to think, Adam, that there's people out there that don't know all these other great songs. You know, other than Iron Man and, you know, other songs like The Fairy Wear Boots and mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> War, War Pigs. Pigs. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, uh, what is it? A uh, snow, snow blind. Snow blind. Oh, yeah, love it. All these great songs. Uh, uh, Mr. Crowley, uh, the Blizzard of Oz. Uh, you name it. It's it's you know all these songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Crazy uh, Train. That see everybody Bark knows. At the moon. Everybody knows those. Yes, yeah, you know. Yeah. Everybody knows those. And, great. Uh, it, Ultimate Sin. I still think it's a great song. But they're n- but they're not to the level that can push through to the masses. No. These two, even though even though Ozzy Osbourne is credited with bringing heavy metal to the masses, okay, more of a hipster style through his Ozfest, and that's the reason why. Okay. Anyway, the the uh, not the, de- not delivering huge success to it, just no. giving. Uh, oh, I know what that is. This is what Ozzy does. So yes, yeah, he, so, he does this metal. So that song know. that he sang with Lita Ford Adam, because we're yakking away and we're forgetting these facts, is "Close My Eyes Forever." Sure, sure. sure. We we heard that. Played live, by the way. Great song. Oh, yeah, that's right. It says, and his feature in the 2019 Post Malone song, Take What You Want. He sang with Post Malone. Who the hell is Post Malone? I don't know. I confuse him with the machine gun guy. It's the face tattoo guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they like Takashi 69. No, no, there's another guy. There's other people with face Okay, tattoos. I better look at that. I better look at that. Anyway, both of which peaked at number eight, Adam. And this is because the, I guess I guess these guys are a little bit more, uh, you know, well, yeah. the Lita Ford and the Post Malone songs. Okay. But they weren't Aussies itself. Anyway, Selfish Love, Adam. Uh, going back to the lyrics, Adam. Selfish Love. Yeah, we're both alone. The ride before the fall. Yeah, but I'm going to take this heart of stone. I just got to have it all. I've seen your face a thousand times, Adam. It goes again every day we've been apart. I don't care about the sunshine, yeah. Because mama, mama, I'm coming home. Adam, just so you know, this song is about his wife, Sharon, Adam. What? That is correct. So he'd been out on the road for too long, and now he's, he's wistful for his wife yes, back home? and he wants wistful. To... Wistful would be the word, exactly. Oh, okay. The same lady that bought a contract away from... Uh, her dad and became Ozzy's manager, manager cleaned manager. him up. And actually, when he wrote the song, it was clean. He's very grateful to uh, to uh, Sharon. Actually, Adam, I am going home next week. Oh, yeah. And every single time I go home, I can tell you this much right now, Ooh. I remember this song. Mm-hmm. But I'm not thinking about, you know, I will, I'm not thinking about, you know, uh, past friends that I may have had. <laughs> Right, 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 right. May or may not. I will not confess to that. You're thinking of actual mama? I'm thinking about my mama. Of course. You know, there was a time this song would really fuck me up. You know, I listened to this song. I just remember my mom, you know, because I'm coming home. I left home when I was 18. Right. I look back, you know, I had all this guilt all these years, you know, I had to work out in therapy. Wow. (laughs) Dude. Because my mom is, you know, my mom is my mom. Did she lay guilt on you? Did she make you feel guilty? Absolutely not. No. No. Okay. 
It's so you just did it to yourself. Yeah, I did it to myself. You know, I, okay. I left home so young and under the, the circumstances and the condition that I left home, you know, hmm. with my dad and his craziness and shit, you sure. know, like that. Sure. So I, I don't know, but it was just the, the haunt in the uh, how the lyrical formation works along with this uh, with this acoustic type of guitar, it just resonates deeply in me. And I think about that, and I think about me coming home. It says kind of like, look, I left this kid with nothing, and I think I'm okay now. You know, I want you to see me, mom. Which I know my mom is extremely proud of me. You know, but still, it's that one thing you're going like, did you give enough? I guess, or did you bring enough? And she doesn't want anything or doesn't expect anything from me. But, you know, you try to take care of your mom. Like I said, my, your mom is your mom. I mean, there's nobody right. going to be better than that just because you're their child. Right. They're not the mom of the rest of the world. You know, my mom was tough as hell, uh-huh. you know. Says, and you took me in and you drove me out. Yeah, you had me hypnotized, lost and found again, and turned around by the fire in your eyes. My mom is... Almost five feet, a little bit less than five feet. She's a little woman. I don't know if you've seen hmm. pictures of her or not. But like, she's but she's fiery oh, and passionate. Oh, dude, yeah. it's no shit. Okay. She don't screw around. I have my. She had some fire in her eyes every my, once in a while. Yeah, my ass got fired every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> you know, and I'm grateful uh, and I'm grateful for that. And this is just one of those songs that just makes me, you know, makes me reminisce about my mom. It's just one of those things that. It, yeah, it's about, you know, I, he wanted to say, I think it was Zach Wilde that said that, uh, that that's what Ozzy would tell Sharon over the phone or wherever, that, hey, mama, I'm coming home, and that when it was coming to the end of a tour. So I guess that's where, the, the, that's where it comes from. Anyway, Let Me Kill My, so going back to the Limster, okay? Yes. From the group, what? Motorhead. There you go. Got Wrote it. the lyric. It's one of four songs, Adam, not just, he didn't write one, he wrote four songs, Adam, on this album. Along with I Don't Want to Change the World, Desire and Hellraiser, obviously. That one would be an obvious one right there. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sure. Lemmy wrote the words Mama and Less, the words for Mama and Less than two hours, Adam. One afternoon, he'd written me three sets of lyrics, marveled Ozzy to Mojo Magazine. He just writes them as if he's writing a message. And it's like, he wrote this in how long? <laughs> and they're not good lyrics. They're fucking amazing lyrics. That's what it's a Nazi quote. Yeah. I never would have guessed that that would have come out of Lemmy and that he's so Go see, look, poetic. And- now, obviously, the music is. is uh, see, a lot of people don't credit uh, Ozzy as a songwriter itself, but Ozzy is a, is a musical. Uh, he, he can write music. He wrote it with. Uh, he wrote that album with Randy Rhodes. So what he has inside of him, he conveys it to some other musician, and they get together and they make this amazing music. So at least amazing to the heavy metal crowd or to the hard rock crowd, it, it is to me. So he does the 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 trick that David Lee Roth said he did with Eddie Van Halen. He kind of he kind of vocalized yeah, whatever the guitar could, yeah, part should be or something like that. Scatting at him, that would be Sammy Hagar, yes, from. Well, I, and, no, no, no. I, and, Initially, it was David Lee Roth that he he kind of gave. You know, instruction, I guess, to Eddie Van Halen. Say, what, oh, play, play it like this. Of what melody was going yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would imagine that's how it goes. I mean, I don't know exactly how Ozzy's uh, process is. But yeah, people do not credit Ozzy enough. Hmm. A lot of these songs that, you know, just come out of him. So here's the He's guitar. Mo- so hold up. This is Mr. Zach Wild right there. Black Label Society, baby. Yeah. 
how clear is it? It's still distorted a bit, but it's clear. You can hear him picking those notes. Yeah, it's perfect. Stretching them strings at him. So, yeah. It's pretty amazing. He's more than just a character, I guess. He is. I mean, you don't, you don't last that long as a fluke, as long as Ozzy has lasted. Uh, you, you know what I'm trying as to say? A, as an icon, you know what I'm trying to a, convey here on this? As one? an icon, you do. I'm uh, saying uh, you. I'm just. What I'm saying is, you, you can't be a fluke and last this long. There has to be layers of quality in there somewhere. Layers of talent. Yes. Talent that can be worthwhile substance in there. Yes, can be called upon, Adam. Sure. Maybe at will. Maybe not. I don't know. But still, it's maybe there. You, maybe there, you there, need to be combined with something where yeah. it fosters whatever that you have in you. There's magical people. Yes, exactly. And when I say magic, I'm not saying in the sense of like Harry Potter and shit like that. I'm just saying the essence of that soul that has it inside of him, Adam. Mm-hmm. The soul of an artist. Good enough, Adam, to make a living off of it for this long. Yeah. That's where the difference is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Adam. So that was, Adam, lyrics that will blow your mind. Birmingham Walk of Fame. You know right it, there. man. <laughs> oh, that's true. We did say that, didn't we? <laughs> he was in that shit. <laughs> the Tommy and Adam's hard-to-name podcast lyrics that will blow your mind. Adam. Yes, Tommy. Rock and roll birthdays, baby. Who's this? Born on this day. Would have been Ronald Belford Scott, Adam. Ronald Belford Scott? Bon Scott! Yes, sir. Oh, this guy right this here. This guy Adam. with the big balls. He was born, yes, he was born July the 9th of 1946, Adam. He died in 1980. And we already know that tragic story, Adam, from alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. He would have been 79 years old today. Oh, my God. Isn't that something? I don't know how he would have ever made it that long. <laughs> you never know. There's such thing called rehab. That's true. There we go. I love this song, Adam. Okay, let's listen to this then. Blow our minds with this one. From the 1980s, they had him. Mm-hmm. And Striper Adam, to hell with the devil! <laughs> well, that is where he belongs, isn't it? Doesn't he belong in hell? Yeah. That's good. <clears throat> My voice, Adam. <laughs> You're choked up from the mama I'm coming home. That's probably what it is. <laughs> Either that or the grilled cheese. <laughs> The grilled cheese episode, Adam. Adam, Michael Sweet, Adam, born July the 4th of 1963. Okay. He's 59 years old today, Adam. Mm. The singer of this great band right here, Striper. Mm -hmm. I saw Striper in, uh, I think I said this, in Irang Bithorn in Puerto Rico. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I think Jet Boy opened up for him. Were they beloved in Puerto Rico? Yeah, oh yeah, dude. Puerto Rico is one of those places. I think I've told you this before. They just don't sing the chorus. They sing the entire freaking song. They drown out the actual lead singer. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm trying to project, but you guys, you're too powerful. Like, you're, you're, you're doing me. You're making my job too easy out here. I don't need a teleprompter. <laughs> Adam is the co-founder, writer, lead guitarist, lead singer, and frontman. Adam of Christian metal band Oof. Striper. Jack of all trades. That's right. He was also in uh, Boston, Adam, from 2007 to 2011. Really? Yeah, that's what it says here, Adam. Hmm. 
Ricardo Starkey Adam, July the 7th. 1940, a.k.a. Ringo. Ringo Star Adam. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who this guy is. He was the one that sang with, uh, with along uh, George Harrison on Here Comes the Sun. Adam. <laughs> he was one of them. <laughs> Adam Huey Lewis, July the 5th of 1950. He's 72 years old. Okay. He's a Huey Lewis and the news lead singer. Yes, he is. <laughs> it carries his name. <laughs> <laughs> signal the power of love. I think it's probably and uh, I want a new drug, Adam. Those are the biggies. That's right. Toby Keith, Adam. Okay, country guy. That's right. July the eighth, nineteen sixty-one. He's sixty-one years old today, Adam. Wow. Actually, on July the eighth. Yeah. Well, 61? yesterday he would have been sixty-one. Yeah. Wow. Country music singer, songwriter, record producer, actor. Now, unfortunately, Adam, stomach cancer patient. Oh, that's right. You were telling me that he mm-hmm. did fall ill. That's Ooh. right. His debut album, Should Have Been a Cowboy. Should Have Been a Cowboy. I love this song. Oh, see, I, I know some country songs, but I don't know who sings them. Like, I didn't know that was a Toby Keith song. Should Have Learned How to Rope and Ride. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the metal. <laughs> That'll go better. <laughs> Should have learned to rope and ride. Should have learned to rope and ride. (laughs) (laughs) Adam, I heard the coolest story involving Toby Keith. Okay. Did he pummel somebody? Nah, dude. Check this out. This is a friend of mine. Okay. A friend, great friend of mine. He's uh, the guy from Leavenworth. No, no, no. This is another friend of mine. He's uh, he's a law enforcement dude. Okay. He's out in L.A. He's having, you know, uh, doing his job out there and whatnot. And he's an Oklahoman. And the guy that you you know that also that Toby Keith is an Oklahoman. Okay. The guy who does security for uh, Toby Keith somehow knows this guy, knows my friend and whatnot. Okay. When they're in L.A. and one of their shows, he says, hey, why don't you come on down? Right? The friend. The, the, the secu- security the guy, guy tells, who's friends yeah, with your friend. Got it. With friends with my friend. So he brings him in. They have this fantastic time. He's backstage. He has all access, Adam. Okay, nice. I mean, this guy is is living it up. Okay. You know, because he knew I was a Kiss fan and all that. And he knows how much I love music. And we're just having this. He's. T- I'm immersed in this story. But here's the coolest part of this story. Okay. He was involved in that prayer where they huddle up. Before what? They, yes, he was in that. Oh, and he, but right before they take the stage. Yes, Adam, check Whoa. this out. And he was also above VIPers, Adam, above. like Hollywood celebrity kind of people. Because there's also an area where they can't pass. And guess who's one of the people that were denied access? Who? Uh, the blonde chick, Cameron Diaz. What? Yes, and he's like, hey, I'm on this side, and you're on that side. <laughs> what? <laughs> She couldn't get to his level? <laughs> she could oh, oh, not. That was the part of the story that, I mean, it was cool to hear the part where I believe they're in the huddle, but it was even cooler that he wasn't dissed and uh, Cameron Diaz was. Wow. And now, again, that's just what the story says. You know, I, I, I believed every word of it. I would tell everybody I, that story. I, I yeah. loved it. It was just the greatest thing ever. Wow. Yes, Adam, when we do live podcasts, we won't be doing that. We'll let her come in. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> Scooby, sir, you're going to have to get out of here. <laughs> we need more room for Cam. <laughs> oh.
butts. Like, all right, here's her butt. What That's are you going to do? I don't know what I was going to do. <laughs> I'm so excited. You don't understand. I'm so obsessed with butts, and I want my butt to be <laughs> colossal, so this is very exciting. Dr. Adam. <laughs> I think it's bat related. Dr. Adam for today, Adam. Yes. I I'm, I forget to address you properly as doctor. As doctor. Yes, no, doctor. Do- <laughs> <laughs> Let's start I'm this so, off. I'm sorry. I was I was lounging <laughs> in my doctor's chair. I was I was about six feet from the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Adam, let's activate the Lords of the G String app, Adam. Immediately. Have I been sent the file for this uh, yes, patient? Yes, Adam, I believe so. We don't know yet because it's it's on the Lords of the G-String app. Available, Adam, on the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast uh, .com website, Adam. Adam? Do you have what I have? Are uh, you sure? I don't think I received the file. Adam, It's. do you see the two-headed girl? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, let me see. Oh, I put that chart underneath some other charts. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> is this is this the one you're meaning? Is this the one you're meaning? That's it. Okay. Adam. I don't know how I'm supposed to give a proper reading. I mean either, Adam. The hemispheres, Adam. <laughs> they're, they're in the wrong place. Well, first, we have the wrong uh, aspect angle. <laughs> I, I, but don't, I don't know what to say to this, listen, Adam. If you're a lover of torso, <laughs> if, you, if you think that torso is just fantastic and you love the torso, uh, this is a lot of torso. <laughs> oh, no, Adam. Hey, Jay, Dr. Adam. Hey, Jay. Dr. Tommy, your patient is here for her exam. Adam, I'm going to tell you something. Yes. I, I'm not prepared to do this this reading, Adam. I, I don't know how we can, I, I, really. I have no idea, Adam. It's I, This is, Adam, this is, uh, this is a rhombologist's office, Adam. Right. I don't get it. I just... <laughs> I, I don't. I just you don't. doctors are the best rheumatologists ever. Yes, thank yes. you. Yes. That's the area of expertise <laughs> that we've put all of our training into, right? So, what we have here is I see zero rump. <laughs> yes, Adam. How are we supposed to, to to do anything, Adam? I think we will be going on vacation, Adam. Adam. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to have to close this office down, Adam. <laughs> What were you going to say? I forgot. Well, I mean, what do you have to contribute to this? This is just something. What the hell is this? Well, it's obviously, it, well, it's a beach shot, but it's it's not given to us in the proper format. This week, Adam, this is like, are you sure we're going to put this podcast out, Adam? I don't think so. I don't even think we should play this, Adam. Well, 
we're still ascending. Remember? Remember our, our talk from the beginning of the show, how we're still, every episode is just a little bit better than the last? Adam, I think, uh, <laughs> just a little bit. What was her name? Re- Reba Alice. <laughs> She oh. may have she may have cursed us at him. No. It's difficult being more mature than your father. We're gonna call it. <laughs> we won't read any rubs this week, Adam. We should catch up with our paperwork. Grandpa was good this week. <laughs> this is difficult. We, this is the the first week that we haven't had some sort of uh, medical content, Adam. We need to go ahead and maybe check the uh, the Lords of the G String app, Adam. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the hell happened this week, Adam. But yeah, I mean, shit. Was this from Agent? Uh, oh no, sorry, Doctor uh, X Three. <laughs> yeah, remember we changed his name. Godzilla, <laughs> were you involved in this? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> It's our hashtag what the frost. Hold it. <laughs> Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Are we on? Oh, okay. Tommy, do you know what Pika is? P-I-C-A. Pika. Pikachu. P- yes. That, that's what most people would say. Pika, Pika. What is it? What is it? Pika, Pika. That's what it is. Pika actually means uh, it itches, Adam, in Spanish. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a, okay. It says like there's one that says me pica culo, my butt hurt, my butt itches. Well, you know how we missed our opportunity to do our medical service. What the hell was that all about? Earlier, <laughs> earlier, this is a medical thing. Pica, oh, okay, good. Pica is a craving or chewing of substances that have no nutritional value, and they give examples here like ice, clay, soil, or paper, or whatever. But they have these shows on like the Learning Channel or something where this person eats drywall. Or this person eats their own hair, right? Okay. They're, they're compulsive things where they, they eat objects. And Vol- voluntarily. This is not like a contest or nothing like that. This is what they, that's what they almost, normally would do. Almost a compulsion. Okay. Like they, like they really just can't like, help it for whatever reason. They like licking lotion and shit. No like idea. That. I used to hear that people would, would eat soil because they were lacking certain vitamins or something. Like they were just compelled to like, uh, the, the soil has something in it. Like you just inherently know that, oh, I'm going to get some sort of nutrition. Like out minerals of and irons and shit. Exactly. But uh, the, the doctors say this pica is not a situation that they usually see in adults. It's mostly in uh, childhood or they have unconsciously swallowed foreign bodies. They don't even know they're doing it. They're just compulsively just feeding themselves this. Mm. Uh, it can be seen in psychiatric patients, prisoners, and abuse cases in the adult age group. But now we go to Turkey. Uh-huh. What a what a progressive country that is. Burhan Demir is a guy in Turkey, and he took his younger brother to the hospital after he complained about abdominal pain. Now, his younger brother was 35 years oh, wow. old, so he's an adult. And doctors performed a scan, an endoscopy with ultrasound and x-ray scans. They were amazed to discover 233 items in this 35-year-old's stomach. Mm. That's a lot of items. What did they include, Tommy? Adam, did, he, did, did this guy uh, sell vinyl records by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. No, and he didn't have a taste for grilled cheese. Okay. <laughs> these items, these 233 items, 
included. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Like buttons. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, coins. I'm, I'm a, the first thing I was going to say. One lira coins. Okay. So a lot of coins, obviously. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Spools. Um, you know. Uh, we have yeah. batteries. Okay. Which, you know, pretty wild. Magnets. Mm. This thing's pretty dangerous. Nails. Oh. Pieces of glass, stones, and screws were all included in the 233 items oh, in his wow. belly. Can you imagine the turd trying to form with that? During the surgery, <laughs> one doctor says. We saw that one or two of the nails had passed through the stomach wall, piercing oh, the stomach wall. Wow. Obviously, you have abdominal pain. Jeez. We saw that there were two metal pieces and two stones of different sizes in the large intestine. So, yes, what you're saying, when you're forming your stool. Ugh, the turd, Adam. The yes. turd, yes. And that turd is entering the channel, the channel, and it's yes. trying to make its turn. Oh. Yes, yes, Adam. It's going through all the the lower intestine. It's a, Adam, it's yes. a terrible trip. It's oh, trying to make. Oh my god! So this guy went in there. They cleaned him all out, Tommy. They took all two hundred and thirty three items out of his belly through uh, the 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 top through the top. Or yeah, through the, through the top. Wow. They knock him out. They put the little scooper or whatever the grab the grabber down his throat, and they take. <laughs> His throat had to be totally, yeah. his esophagus is just ripped apart. Oh, wow. <laughs> How many trips of all these things? Could you imagine having all of that? I bet he lost 10 pounds. Adam, I would say that out of the, the uh, late uh, or most recent what the frijoles, that's a fucking what frijoles, Adam. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I bet he couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> there was a delay pushing the damn bike out. Go see, look at it. That's what I was thinking about immediately. You know, the formation of the uh, stool, as you put it. Yeah, when it, when it goes when it goes in, it's got to come out one way or another. Yes, you're still in doctor mode. I'm using stool. I'm, we, I didn't use my other doctor <laughs> services. Stool sample. <laughs> <laughs> That stool sample had a lot of iron at it. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the week. Two new songs, Tommy. We're just going to start playing. Wow. Sounding good, whatever it is. Isn't it? Hitting hard and heavy at him. Nice break. I always bring them to you, Tommy. Another single was released just yesterday from the Dead Daisies, Shine On. Everything that they produce is just really darn good. Well, you know what, man? We definitely need to go see these Dead Daisies. I know. I don't know how extensively how, they're going to tour. How, did we, how How have they missed this part of the country if they have? Even Oklahoma? I, I, I mean, ever since my cousin Joy's been talking about these... Uh, sorry about that. Ever since my cousin Joy brought up these Dead Daisies, 
it's like, man, it'd be good to watch these guys play. Yes. Every everything that they put out, their entire album. And it's plus, hard. Now they're just throwing out singles here and, and there. And it's hard and it hits hard and heavy. They have to have some kind of a crowd following them. And they got me. I'll be there. I'll be there for front row. <laughs> what else you got? Adam? Another song. Ghost Adam? It is not. Was that close? Might be someone that we've already referred to in this episode. Oh, God. (laughs) Jay-Z? My mom going home, Ozzy. (laughs) Ozzy. It is Ozzy. Excellent, excellent battle. Patient number nine from Ozzy's upcoming album of the same name. You're not coming in, Adam. There he is. Patient number nine is the album, and it's going to be out September 9th. This is the first single off of that album. It it sounds very Ozzy-y. You know? Oh, I, don't, I think he did a good job there coming out of Ozzy, especially in the condition that he is in right now. You know, our religion. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. And it's, it's many years on from Mama, I'm Coming Home. Mm-hmm. Hot dog eating contest, Tommy. Oh, man. Did you see the hot dog is eating contest this year? Is that the one out of Corny Island, Adam? Uh, is my it? Voice is, uh, yeah, I think it is. Voice is. Yeah, it's on the boardwalk there at, uh, what is that? Is that Jersey? That's in New York, Adam. Oh, it's in New York? The hot dog eating, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest every Fourth of July. I have not seen it this year, Adam. I did not. I do not have ESPN. Do you know who the reigning champ is? I stopped watching it once the Japanese guy Kobayashi. Yeah, you know. I am a Kobayashi. No, 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 no. I, fo- I saw it the following year. It's a skinny white guy. Joey yeah. Chestnut. He is the number guy. He's the number one guy. Still, yes. He's coming off of a record-breaking year, and uh, he again participated. But this time he was interrupted. Mm. There was a protester that rushed the stage with a, a Darth Vader mask on. Ooh. And he had a sign, and the sign read, Expose uh, Smithfield Death Star. Smithfield, I guess, is like a meat processing plant or something. Smith, oh. Smithfield hands. Was this a, and was this a PETA operative? By uh, some sort of an animal rights yeah. person or something. But this protester rushed the stage, got through all the other competitors, and got right there to Joey Chestnut, right? Mm-hmm. And he, <laughs> he like bumped into him and held up his sign. And Joey's like, you know. Yeah, he was slamming it. He was like 10 uh, hot dogs in. He was devouring him. He, he staggered a bit. And he went right to action. He was eating voraciously, Adam, as you they do in the uh, uh, hustling, hustling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He went right into action. He got him in this uh, rear naked choke, threw him down on the ground, and went right back to eating. He, he took care of the guy wow. in like two seconds. Then, you know, some people actually got up there and actually cleaned him up. But we have sound of this event. Was our special event recording yeah, team? Well, uh, well, <laughs> it is an event. It's the hot dog eating contest. So they got a, they got a bit of it. I mean... You know, they had a different aspect where they had to come back and focus on Joey Chestnut. Did they shut? Did they shut the timing off? They did. <laughs> they shut the timing way off. Yes. So let me see. Where did they come in? Oh, here they. Here's their file. They just sent it to me. 
but it's really fast. It's really fast because the guy jumped in there okay, in the okay, middle okay, of the competition. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't. <laughs> So everybody was shocked and alarmed. <laughs> he was he was really eating away there at the beginning. <laughs> Adam, did they play this song? <laughs> Adam Joey Chestnut was the hero of the day. <laughs> any chance, any any opportunity to stick Metallica in there, I will, Adam. You know exactly. <laughs> now, unfortunately, he wasn't able to break his record with the pause. In his eating, oh, okay. he was only able to do sixty-three hot dogs. Oh, that was it. Huh? In ten minutes, yes. <laughs> and how many minutes out of was ten that? Minutes, oh ten shit, he's he's slacking. He was, on he was way off. He was seventy-six Adam, last year. Here's some more. Uh, I'm gonna lay some hip hop rap hizzle on you. On oh, this good. One. Since he was unable to, you know, meet that expectation, Adam. Meet. He will get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, uh, he was slacking on his pimping. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hart. Take that cheesy boy, 75. <laughs> Adam, let's get this going. We're, we're on the home stretch, baby. <laughs> it's the Tommy and Adam Hardening Podcast. Mora Focaria of the week. What happened? <laughs> That's it, Adam. <laughs> That's all we get. <laughs> You're looking at me. I'm looking at you, Adam. I'm seeing the sun coming out. <laughs> I'm thinking about my motorcycle ride. Oh, man. You know. You're excited, aren't you? Absolutely, man. My voice started going out on me. What the hell happened? Maybe it was that coffee that Aweeda brought me. I don't know. Do you think you're going to listen to a lot of ZZ Top on your ride? Uh, <laughs> no. Adam, no. Oh, no. Uh, no, Adam. Last week, uh, was what? No, the last week, the 25th, Adam, we, uh, hmm. I believe we mentioned this briefly in uh, the last podcast, and we had a lot of shit on that podcast, so we couldn't include, because I'm sure this would have went on forever. Mm. Uh, Adam, sure. immediately, uh-huh. what was your reaction to that ZZ Top show? Just give it, just give the, just give the audience your quick, uh, let's go back to the roots of this podcast, Adam. So as leaving the venue, you want to know my overall show yes, Adam, feeling? Yes, I want to know. Okay. Um... It was disappointment. It okay. was it was lacking. Great word. Great disappointment. I'm going to go with. It was lacking. Yes. I felt I felt a need. I just I wanted them to amp it up. the The volume, the sound was not there. It was quiet. I could have a conversation with you without yelling. There was Adam. There was one time mm-hmm. that you actually told me. Okay. Tommy, they need to raise the volume. Yeah, yeah, that was my first. And that was was, thing. was it. I think just right out of the gate. Yeah, they hadn't been. You know, let's just start from the beginning. We get there late, right? <laughs> firehouse subs. <laughs> we had to have a firehouse sub. Thanks to firehouse subs, <laughs> subs, we got there late, and we almost Adam missed the best song of the evening, Adam. Yes. We, Almost, just by one bit. Now you sat first in our seats. Well, I did. I did. And you were there for the Kenny Wayne Shepherd uh, signature song, the sig- "Blue on Blue on Black." Blue on Black, Adam. And then, 
After Blue on Black, they went right into probably a 12-minute... A 17-minute uh, version of Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. <laughs> and it was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. And comparatively, the sound during Kenny Wayne Shepherd, it was it was loud. It was it hard was and heavy, audible. Adam. Yes. yes. No complaints with Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Standing O. Beautiful job. You kind of anticipate it kind of set the mood out and to say wow if this was this good even though we only got the last two songs actually last three songs the zz top show is gonna be fantastic yeah completely fantastic because i i would never imagine the headlining act not having the same audible capacity to project volume as being less than the opener yes how how, how could that ever happen I don't know. Adam, number one, I think the dead giveaway to this show, which, you know, again, it's live music. And I think we covered this in the last last podcast. We kind of hinted to at least it was live music, right? It was. So we were out. We were out and about. We were accompanied by the lovely Lisa, your wife, mm-hmm. you know, and the the it was a full house there at the Hartman. Yes. And these guys walk out like if they're walking out of their garage. You know, like the garage door <laughs> just went up. Uh, Here comes just strolling on, no big right, deal. Right. No, no curtain, no, 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 curtain, uh, no nothing. We have lighting, got them you know, midway on the lighting. Yeah, no mystery there. Some spotlight here, and all of a sudden, here they start. They just cranked it up at some point, and let's go. Uh-huh. No banter, no nothing. It's just let's no, no hype. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here we are, boom, no worries, boom, let's start. And that's when you told me they need to raise the volume. And about, I want to say, a couple of minutes, Adam, actually went by before the volume went up. Well, if I think about it, when they went on stage, fine, this is the way you want to do it. You want to just stroll on stage. Yeah, it's the Hartman. That's cool. Yeah. But come on. (laughs) You're the headliner of this show. With uh, with a crowd expecting a lot from you. Your catalog is extensive beyond belief. Yeah. We got four or five decades of these guys of music. I think the the reason for this tour is the 50th anniversary yeah. of them being around. So yes, five decades. And if you want to listen for two minutes and 10 seconds. I will, yeah. This is the show. This is everything in the show. Okay. This Let's is, just play it. This is kind of a sound of the week bonus. Okay. You did not love me like <laughs> I get it. This is, this is the entire show. That's the playlist. This is the playlist. It suspiciously sounds just just like the show. (laughs) Yes. It was that pristine, Adam. It it does. But if we're listening to this, I'm excited because this could be a great show, but it just wasn't because I felt like I had to lean into the stage and say, well, what what, what are we playing? What, What? I, I, I want the I want the feel the music and yeah. there was no feeling. It was like I was I'm riding in a car 
and the, and the volume's been turned down because I'm going through the drive-thru and I'm ordering some fucking food. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Exactly. What are we doing? Exactly. You know, I, I completely did someone. I told you I saw these guys at Fort Bragg in, what was it, 2013 is when I told you? 2013, mm-hmm. 2012. It was like you wanted the show, just like really? you describe it. You could feel it, Adam. Humongous amps. You know, it's you could feel the power of that music coming through. And this is outdoors, by the way. Mm-hmm. On the fairgrounds there on Fort Bragg. Did, did Dusty Hill uh, have so much... Uh, Sway in the band that he said, "Oh, I want the, I want to, I want to force, I want my, I want my bass to be out there. I want, I want people to feel my music. You could feel all three instruments going through this. And they had some backup singers, if I remember correctly. Mm. Still, it was fantastic. I, I told you this uh, when right before COVID, they were supposed to come to the Intrust, and I forgot who was going to open right, them for. They were, and he said, "We're going to have to go." Yeah. I remember I was excited about this. And I was excited going into this one. And I said, wow, ZZ Top, these are legends. You know, uh, Are they doing the same size venues on this tour? I didn't buy this- Actually, it, it left me... I told you, Adam. Mm-hmm. What I think I, I WhatsApped you the next morning. I said, Adam. No, no hangover. That's I, what you said. I just woke up without a rock and roll hangover. Yes. Adam, we went down and saw an ACDC cover band <laughs> a little bit more than a month ago. Right. Right, right. And I had a three-day rock and roll hangover. Oh, man. Yeah, they were good. They were really good. You, you know, given that we were also right there in front of their faces, you know what I'm saying? But still, I left. This is, I, I want to tell you, this is the second show, my first rock show that I don't uh, feel anything out of. The first, the one that I never felt anything was like Prince Royce and and. And uh, what was that one little skinny chick? Uh, not Christina Aguilera. Uh, uh, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah, I had sure. tickets to that shit yeah. for free. And I said, I just sat through and, and fiddled on my phone through the whole thing. It was like it never happened. You now know? you've seen. And still that show had volume galore. Now you saw ZZ Top before. I, I have. Did. Uh, yeah. Twice, I want to say. I didn't see. I didn't. This is like my third time seeing if I remember correctly. Did they use stage pedals? Effects pedals? Anything because the stage at the Hartman <laughs> Arena was totally free. It, it was yes. totally clear. There was nothing. There was no effects. There was no. Uh, I mean, they had a guy in the back of the of the arena. Maybe he was working Taking something, photos or something. I don't know what it was. I, I don't know. It, it, did do you remember me telling you? <laughs> do you remember they me never changed guitars? They, no, no, no. <laughs> they never changed to a tuned guitar. Yes, and some of these songs. Adam, I I, sus- I suspect, I highly, sus- and I hate saying this because I have so much respect for the artistry and the songs that these guys have put out over the years. Mm-hmm. If they were playing off tracks, man, that's gonna, it's, that's horrible. We paid, I think we paid good money to see them. I, I but, think, but wouldn't you know how to cover that? Wouldn't you know? Give it some volume. <laughs> do like you know, do like uh. Do like Paul Stanley does. I don't Man, know. I don't know. You know, it's one of those things. I, I usually, <laughs> I want to tell you that I usually give these shows when I grade them. Uh, what is it? My standard 8.59. <laughs> that's usually, yeah, that's, your, that's usually where I you're go. You're consistent with. that way. Ooh, Adam, here's even, even, here's something that'll affect that score even more. Okay. We didn't go and have something to eat afterwards. <laughs> 
Did that have something to do with the firehouse subs? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> and some nachos. But listen, but people knew that I went to this concert. So people asked me the next day, they said, oh, how was the show? Probably five people asked me what happened at the show. How, how was it? Mm-hmm. And I conveyed the feelings that I've conveyed here about the volume. And uh, we haven't quite mentioned yet the briefness of the concert because I think you timed it at an hour and 17 minutes or something like so, that. Yeah. So it was really truncated, super short. And they didn't play. They still have uh, songs in their catalog that they could have thrown out there and played. Excellent songs, by the way. Um, so I told these people, you know, what I thought of it. Everybody's response is, oh, well, they're pretty old. That's besides the point. Absolutely Give it not. up. That's yeah, Then no. don't be a yeah, headlining yeah, yeah, act. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, and to me, and I know a lot of your, uh, your, your coworkers listen to this, but that's a free pass, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. That is a free pass. If you're, I, I'm just saying, I'm going to go on the Gene Simmons side here. You're paying good money. Charge less. Don't be the, be an opening act if you want to play a shorter set. It's always, you know how I compare this to, hmm. like, like the, what is it, Wrinkle Star turned, what, 81, what was it, whatever it was. Yeah. That's my dad's age. Okay. Remember we were talking about that, they're getting older? Yeah. That's like seeing my dad out there doing, <laughs> wiggling his <laughs> knees and doing the whatever kind of uh, moves that ZZ Top does. Yeah. My dad's a salsa and merengue dancer. He moves better than they do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, and again, I'm not trying to be... Uh, belligerently uh, or abrasively blunt or whatever you want to call it. I'm not trying to be hostile against ZZ Top. I I love their music. Mm -hmm. I love their songs. But this show, it's just, I felt empty, Adam. I put that little snippet thing together of all the tracks that they did play. As I was listening to all of them, I thought, man, I want to go to this show. <laughs> I would I would love to see this show. And you went to And the, I felt like I didn't see you it. You went to a show, but it wasn't that show. Exactly. I don't know, man. I was left wanting. An hour and 17 minutes. I want to tell you if I remember correctly, Night Ranger, right there in that same in that same venue, Adam, played about an hour and a little bit of change. Blew me away. Hmm. Completely blew me away. I love that Night Ranger performance that day yeah. that we saw the Brett Michaels thing. Yeah, made, right, thing right, right. For I think it was for Veterans Day. And an yeah, hour right. and some change. Excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Alice, Alice Cooper, when he opened up for. He, these for are we're, ta- we're talking about openers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, again, better than Motley Crue. An hour and yeah. some change. Yeah. So it was kind of weird. It was, again, disappointing. Would be the word, Adam. I mean, yeah. complete let down to an extent. I came here, dude. Took my shower and went to sleep. My ears weren't buzzing. Not at all. You know, I couldn't hear myself breathing. You know, usually because your ears are all clogged up. Any of that, I'm like, wow. They come what, on the stage and you have that hell. You have that anticipation. It's like, hey, this is what I came here to see. I'm excited. Crowd is fired up. And then you like you lean in. You're like, wait, yes. why? You're not turn this. Adam, you're not leaning volume. in. Volume. You're not leaning in. You're deflating. <laughs> I'm losing air. <laughs> here's what. Here's again. I say, don't believe anybody. Don't take anybody's word for it. Be your own judge. If if you're listening to the podcast, wherever ZZ Top may be playing, go out there and check them out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, come to your own conclusions and then send us an email. 
Let us know if we were wrong or, you know, and sustain it. They, if you would have put, you remember that video that I sent you of those guys imitating them? I don't know if you got to see that video or not. Oh, the street performers or whatever? Yeah, yeah. That was better. <laughs> Those are two guys in, in fake weird, uh, fake beards, and uh, well, the people watching that on the yes. street didn't quite pay the same price. No, they, they, that was right. Yeah, they still, <laughs> they were still better entertained. Adam, you know, Adam, this was so horrible to me, to you and me, Adam, because mm-hmm. I think we're going to agree on this. I'm not even going to try to grade it. It would be insulting, Adam. Are you going to give it a crack, Adam? And, and if you are going to give it a crack, give it on quality. I have to be able to give it on the the feeling and the emotion that they projected in me mm. which are we going to go into the negative zero <laughs> i enjoyed i had never seen zz top before so i enjoyed that i saw billy gibbons up there oh yeah you know um you're being kind yes yeah i mean no screen out of to get a really good look out of it no no big screen either no screen not a lot of let's, lighting. Let's keep it that. Uh, Not yeah, a lot of yeah, lighting things. Right. It could have been somebody dressed as Billy Gibbons. Could have been. Hidden under that under that hat. Now the sound. And the fuzzy guitar. The quality of the play, whatever was coming through the speakers, which was very muted, sounded like the goddamn record. <laughs> um, Thank so, you. Great performance, I guess. They did so, the moves. They did the ZZ Top classic moves. They played the fuzzy guitars. And they did the uh, eh, eh, the robotic kind of thing. Yeah, and, and, and the fuzzy stuff, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm going to have to say like a three and a half. Wow. I'm going to tell you what, man. I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to grade it. I'm, I'm going to insult them because if I were to grade it, I might give it like a 0. 0.5 if that. I'm gonna oh, t- wow. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to even tell you because I've seen them before. And I think that's the reason why. But what really caught my attention out of all of this, which makes it a complete motherfuckeria for me, mm. right? This is why it's on the motherfucker of the week. Okay. There was no mention whatsoever mm. of Dusty Hill. Adam, no tribute you, whatsoever. You mentioned that before the show, that you expect something to be said, something to be done, something in, in honor. This is, we're less than how many months away? I mean, he died how long ago? That's like two, three months ago. Yeah, not long. Yeah. Adam, after yeah. seeing the Tom Petty tribute, that fantastically beautiful tribute that the fools gave Tom Petty mm-hmm. in close to the eve of his passing passing. Yeah. You you expect something like that of such a huge act that was easy to And it would not have bummed out the crowd if it's done a certain way. I you know, absolutely agree with who's you. Who's this guy? What was it? Uh, Grimly Knoll? You <laughs> you you said you expect some tribute. I hadn't really thought about it, but I wasn't stopped for a second. I thought, oh, well, yeah, that makes total sense. Why, why wouldn't you do that? This is the uh, original member from how many, five decades ago? 50 million years ago. That's right. Insane. Insane to not even be included. Yeah, and I'm not even trying to read it, man. You know, honestly, like I said, go out there, be your own judge. You want to spend some money on ZZ Top and go knock yourselves out you know and by the way when you're out there check out frank beard behind the drum <laughs> you'll see how amazed you really are not at <laughs> those thunderous drums it's the tommy adam harden in podcast i don't More get adam you know where we're going with this right only one way to go 
good times, bad times. I'm the Tommy and Adam Martin Podcast. Adam, it's time to take it home, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is bad times, Adam. It is. <laughs> Jeez, well, that's a little bit better. I mean, I, I'm yeah. working on that. Sounds, anyway, yes, good. Adam, you got the good times, but uh, you got the bad times, Adam. I'll have the good. Times. I do. Yes, okay. Yes. Well, there's problems out there in the world, Tommy. I like you choosing. You know, I, you had, no, <laughs> you had no, no forewarning, Adam, what you were going to have. You had it ready, and you, you must be a mind reader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I have either way. Okay, good deal. Right? Good deal. These are bad times. Oh, ooh, right? Yes, yes. Bad sir. times. Yes. yes. There are people out there with problems. No Tommy, way. I don't do you know that? It. No, I didn't know that. And we're going to tell the story of these problems. Adam, do they sell uh, vinyl records? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, documentarians are going to tell the story of these people with these problems. Are, we, uh, are you ready? Documentarians would be kind of like historians or librarians these, that document events? There's going to be a, a reality documentary series type thing. Okay. Uh, there's a casting call. Oh. That has been released for an upcoming documentary that plans to highlight the plight of men with inordinate penises. <laughs> Documenting <laughs> the untouched issue the affliction can present in day-to-day -day life. Let's just say when it comes to sex, these guys actually got the short end of the stick. <laughs> They're looking for people with very large penises. <laughs> The titled, oh. the titled documentary is "Too Large for Love." Adam, didn't they didn't they get a uh, didn't they catch a glimpse of last week's <laughs> good times? Adam, they, did, they thought they, yes, are they headed down it, to Ecuador by any we, chance? We thought it was bad times to be Cambodian, but now they're saying it's bad times to be Ecuadorian. Oh. <laughs> the producer said they're hoping to see speak to people. With large Ooh. penises, Ooh. as well as those who are currently in a relationship with someone who is simply too colossal for comfortable coitus. Adam, would they be uh, going to that place where they had that soccer game? <laughs> they rioted afterward. That'd be a great start right there, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> they might, might find a couple of candidates there. <laughs> yes. A brand new documentary is to discuss the hidden problems of living with a very large penis, how it affects the all aspects of life, including your sex life, and what is out there to help those people in need. Mm. Well, imagine if you're, if you're trying to exercise and you're running, if you don't have proper restraint, that, pen, <laughs> that pendulous nature of that large penis is not going to let you run as fast as you need to run. Adam, you know? we've already established that that may not be the problem, especially if you're trying to dodge bullets. <laughs> and you're using it as a shield, Adam. We'd like to speak to people about their positive and negative experiences of having a large penis. Or being with someone who has Twir one. Twirling it around at him and deflecting bullets. All ethnicities and sexualities are welcome. Must be aged 18 plus. And this is the casting call, Adam. So I'm glad we're taking a little break because I'm going to put my name in the, into the ring. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see if, I can, if I can get a spot. Adam. <laughs> That's why it's bad times. <laughs> For you, my friend. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Ne no, sorry. Nope. sorry for you, buddy. <laughs> you're, you're a dreamer, Adam. I could have been a dreamer. Some deal there for you, Adam. Oh. I have some good times, Adam. Please give me good times. I get the really good times, Adam. So, Adam, 
This is according to news.com.au, Adam, for Australia. Oh, good. This is out of This Sydney. is where you get the news. It's news.com. Yes, yes, Adam. But this is in Australia, Adam. Got it. Wimbledon players, Adam. We've already established a couple of uh, podcasts ago that Wimbledon was a big deal, a big tennis match. It is. You know, super. And Wim- courts. And so Wimbledon games. players, Adam, forced to go brawless, Adam, because of the white rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Told you it was good times. I like it. All right. <laughs> They're forced to go brawless. <laughs> yes. Good times for us, Adam. Yeah. Check it out. The All England Clubs. All white rules have reached ridiculous levels, according to this. Uh, according to the staff writers of this, what article. is meant by white rules? This is everything has to be white, Adam, from the top to the bottom. With women stars forced to play braless, so they don't reveal a bit of color, Adam, underneath their white uh, tennis outfits, Adam. The same outfits, Adam, where they put the balls, Adam, in in the, the they, special ball yes, holder. Those I know ball holders. Yes, Adam. Are bras not available in white? I don't know. It's maybe it's because they didn't know that even a little bit of color at them showing would disqualify they, them from going on the tennis court. So they have to be completely white. So if they did not have a white bra at them, you got to go sans bra. Damn right. <laughs> well, okay. As reported earlier this week, Wimbledon is cracking down on any color clothing. At the tournament, right down to strips of color on undergarments and bras. So other, it also undergarments. Includes, it also includes their uh, pantalets, Adam. Whoa, yeah, that's right. Australian former Wilberton champion Pat Cash, Adam, mm-hmm. said that the new rule enforcement had forced players to go without bras. Wow, man, where, where, where Pat's a man. Adam, remember? <laughs> no, what, what does he know about? What does he know about uh, Adam, bras? Ch- check this out, Adam. Yeah. Remember, you say you used to watch that. I may have to start watching Wimbledon now. <laughs> <laughs> a number of players have been spotted sans bra, Adam. Good, <laughs> great. You're the greatest in terminology, Adam. <laughs> including Britain's Naomi Brody, Adam. And I did have some pictures of this, Adam. But okay. I'm not going to go about this. Were they so, were they gifs? Were they, did that was there motion in these pictures? <laughs> no, Adam. It oh. wasn't one of those kind of pictures. Yeah. Some of the girls have been told to go back and change their bras and tops because they had slight color in them. Cash told BBC Radio Life 5, Adam. Hmm. I believe some of the girls didn't have suitable sports bras and had to go without them. It is an absolute, it has gone absolutely ridiculous. Not everyone is against the crackdown, however, with (laughs) Venus Williams speaking out in favor of stricter dress codes, Adam. She says, it's a nice change, Williams said. Everyone just kind of glows in white. Adam, Hmm. I wish I would have seen Venus play. Yeah, no no kidding. (laughs) And I wish that she would have brought no white brazy. It would have been awesome. Venus has more of a, a... a body to show off. Yes, her assets. yes, yes, Adam. Yes, absolutely. Actually. You know, I, just you know, her skills. Or, yeah, yes, that's what we're referring. Yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Absolutely, uh, obviously, not all year because anything every day is boring. But during these two weeks, it's nice at Venus. Understood, Adam. Here's the irony of this, mm. Adam. England of all places. Yeah, the ladies over there are known for the big bosoms, Adam. <laughs> They are known for big bosoms? Yes. Milk factories over there, eh? (laughs) 
But those tennis players, Adam, they're not known for that. No, they're not. That's the problem. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like the bad times within the good times, Adam. That's why but, it takes the Williams sisters over there. <laughs> they got a little bit more thickness. Now, hold up, Adam. I hold up, Adam. I just want to close this out with this, Adam. Adam, in the color white in England, Adam. The color white, yes. Yes. <laughs> and if you ask Eric Clapton. <laughs> The 1970s Eric Clapton. Uh huh. He'd be white is a sign of purity. It is definitely yes. <laughs> Adam, another fantastic podcast, buddy. One for the record oh, books. Oh, I'm telling you right now, man. And who do we have to thank, Adam? We got one person we over got here. A, you know the guy that is behind the control, by the guy in charge, Adam. You know who he is. Running this thing, Godzilla. It is Godzilla. Thank you, Godzilla. 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 He's gone, Adam. What? <laughs> We're thanking him, and he's abandoned us. <laughs> he thinks he's going with me to Puerto Rico, Adam. That's what he thinks. We thank him anyway, Adam. Yes, we do. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. It is not, Adam. Nor is anything that we said on this podcast. Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, RSS Podcast, CastBox, Himalaya, Owl Trail, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming. Activate the notification icon to be notified when we're online and tell a friend or an enemy. I am Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. Today is July 9, 2022, and you're listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Remember to always play it often, play it loud, but play it. Yeah. The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Dadakoa Promotions. Yeah! Wichita, Kansas. Dadakoa Promotions.